Cyberpunk 2077 is having a bit of a comeback, and is it time for you to get into the game? Cyberpunk Edge Runners on Netflix is seemingly causing a huge surge of players in Cyberpunk 2077. We're going to be asking the question, is it time to get back into the game? I'm going to give you all of the info right here at the beginning of the video so you don't have to go searching for it. This is a live stream, so the video is longer. Hit subscribe and the bell button if you want to be here for the live discussions, and let's jump right into the update. This is a Reforge update. Cyberpunk 2077 has overtaken Modern Warfare 2 and FIFA as the best-selling game on Steam, and that's a headline I don't think I ever thought I'd get to read. The real question is, is it time to come back to the game? That remains to be seen. We're going to break down all the information. What have the devs said? What's the response? Why is the game having a big comeback? If you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these updates, and check out Reforge Gaming where I stream live so according to the gamer.com at this time of writing this article cyberpunk 2077 currently holds the top spot on steam's top sellers chart for both the united states and global lists the game has overtaken several big titles to climb more than 30 spots to claim the crown of the week now this is a credit to the devs sort of like there's a lot of reasons why this is happening and the devs do get some credit the sudden growth can be attributed to the work that the devs have put into the title and after its lackluster debut the game received quite the makeover including enhancements and quality of life features like character customization and a transmog system plus performance and visual upgrades for current gen systems went a long way and they're currently not done yet my contention has been they've never done quite enough to get me to come back to the game according to the article the game is not perfect there's still some issues concerning the vibrancy of its open world and its stealth mechanics leave a lot to desire still watching it slowly overtake the steam charts after all this time is pretty neat now in my opinion the real reason for this surge in popularity is cyberpunk edge runners the show on netflix has come roaring onto the scene everybody is liking it and it has ties to content in cyberpunk now the article that i cited from the gamer.com they said it may be due in part to cyberpunk edge runners now it not maybe in due it is due to the fact of this show causing the surge of interest and causing people to download the game it apparently means a lot to the devs according to ign.com cyberpunk 2077 quest director powell sasco explained what it means to see the game being picked up by so many after its original launch quote it's hard to express when you're putting so much heart and work into something and you know for some of us it's been six seven or eight years sometimes especially for those who started at the very beginning so to have this moment of people liking something that we did it's feeling a bit unreal that people are finally appreciating it now not only is it probably appreciated by the devs but it took a toll on them as well same person speaking here after the release i couldn't believe after some time i did but at the beginning i couldn't believe and i remember my dear girlfriend she was seeing me effing completely wrecked and sasco continued to say but it's good to be back it's effing good to be back that was really so heartbreaking 
I hate hearing that. This game really went through the ringer. It was absolutely abysmal when it launched. It ran so poorly on old-gen consoles. It's clearly been a victim of scope creep, barely able to do things well within the reach of all the things they tried to add to the game. It's my contention that this game still has a long way to go. Now, the path of getting there could actually take place. Dropping old gen was a significant uptick for the game in my mind, and it hasn't quite happened yet. 1.6 will be the final update for old gen. My theory is that 1.7 and 1.8 and 1.9 will land on next gen and significantly bring this game forward. And when the DLC Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, when it lands, it will be the 2.0 update coinciding with it. The real question is, should they should they charge for that DLC and can they? Well, if the Steam charts are any indication, they're going to do really well selling that DLC and selling that to the to the general public. I've not really seen anything worthy to revisit or bring myself back to the game, but it seems I may not be in the majority anymore. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Convince me to check this game out. As always, check out Reforge Gaming where I stream live. Hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. What do you make of this? This is a this is a big one. I mean, this is crazy that Cyberpunk has seemingly pulled off the impossible, taking the crown of most paid-for game on Steam over FIFA and Modern Warfare 2 during its beta, its second beta weekend. That's pretty impressive. If you ask me, guys, if you're here every day, go through the morning ritual. Do me a favor. Click that like button. Let's shoot for 200 likes really quickly this morning. Make sure you are on live chat so you don't miss out on what people are saying. And let me know what you think in the chat. Where do you land on this subject? Is it is this the big cyberpunk 2077 comeback? Is this it? Is this the time to jump back in? Is this persuading you at all to check out the game yo good morning Reese good to see you hard disagree on this says MJ I bought it again on sale last week and sad to say it is still not what they advertise it's not worthy of its current praise cyberpunk is still a below average game for me has anybody else jumped back in MJ is saying what I was nervous would be my experience in my response I was like Man, if I go back to this game, I have a feeling my mind isn't really going to be changed. I'm probably going to feel the same way that I did about it before. Like, I'm not going to suddenly be like, oh yeah, it's completely transformed and I love it now. I, I, I know they've done good work. I really do. I am happy for the devs that poured their heart and soul into this game being able to kind of take a sigh of relief and breathe and maybe shed some tears be like man we finally got people enjoying the game if they want to pull a no man's sky on this game says valiant then i'm all for it but i think they have a couple of years away from reaching its potential hex says i will not pay money for cyberpunk 2077 oh my gosh insomniac black is starting us out with an absolutely massive gifted member bomb i cannot read all of the names but i am gonna say i am happy to see big ass punk uh big ass punk god howard firk malurf 
I love seeing names I recognize get membership. I absolutely love that. I'm going to call out any names I recognize. The Slickness DM, I see you here all the time. KH3 for life is here, and they got one. Uh, Rising Alex and Extra Crispy, I see you guys here a lot. Adon, Mr. Polar Bear, here all, these people are here all the time. This is why it's good to be here as often as you possibly can, because you get those gifted memberships based on loyalty. Mr. T-Rex, I've seen them here quite a bit recently as well as Invisible Mail. Uh, funny enough, yeah, Invisible Mail, isn't that ironic? Wait, he dropped another one. Oh my gosh, he dropped two. Oh my gosh, Insomniac Black just absolutely going massive this morning. This is absolutely insane. You should be checking the chat right now. I'm just randomly calling out names that I recognize that I know are super loyal. Thank you so much, Insomniac Black, with a hundred gifted members this morning already. Just check the chat. I can't read all of the names. This man said he was going to go big to get us to big milestones, and we hit... The funny thing was, he was going to get us to 2,500, and we actually hit it without him. So he's literally just coming in now flexing. He's just like, listen, man, I'm absolutely going to flex on chat and drop some big ones. So if you just got a gifted membership, be sure to get into our members-only Discord and enjoy the members-only content. We are going to start pushing out tier two members and above content i'll start recording it i did a little test recording last night to see how i felt about it i'm gonna try a slightly different format than what i did last night and then if you're a tier two member you'll start getting those videos uh in your feed tier two and above tier two and above so it's a great reason to upgrade friday night those are the people that got to play modern warfare 2 with me so on the subject on the subject Insomniac Black, that is just so incredibly generous. Thank you so much. We have hit some incredible milestones on this channel. $5 tip from Insomniac Black. Found a workaround for the error I sent you after two bombs, and then I got the error again. Got to figure out another workaround. My man is is trying to go massive with the gifteds, and he's running into an error. I wonder if it's just that you can only do it every so often because they're like, maybe they're worried or something. If you already own it, says Mike, he's talking about Cyberpunk. So on the subject of Cyberpunk 2077 comeback, is it having a comeback? Is it time for you to come back to the game? I want to know what you think. Mike Quad says, if you already own Cyberpunk, it's worth checking out. They made a lot of steps in the right direction. They aren't done, but it's better and there's still plenty of issues. I purchased it when I first got my PS5 in February of 21. Uh, and it's a lot better, and there is still some wonkiness. So let me know what you guys think in the chat. How has it been for you trying to jump back in? YouTube don't want us to be great, says Insomniac with a $2 tip. Eugene says, save it for next month's embarrassing game milestone. Shush, 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 Guys, we hit 2,500 members, so if you're a member this Friday night, I will be playing Just Dance. Now, I'm not playing it the entire evening. I'll play it for about an hour, and then my wife and I will continue to play some games together. But we'll kick off Friday night with that. We'll be having drinks. We'll be laughing. I'm sure she'll make fun of me. I I think she said if we hit 3,000, she might consider joining me for the game. She might actually do it if we hit 3,000. That would be crazy. It's not what they advertise as Chainsaw, but what we got is still great. If they didn't market the game as a completely different game than what it actually is, 
I would have gotten it, uh, it would have gotten a lot less hate. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you, Chainsaw. I still think some people have a really, really hard time getting over the hurdle of feeling like, look, man, y'all didn't tell us the truth about this game, right? Y'all didn't tell us the truth. Finally, they put one of our shorts on the shelf. We'll see how long it stays there. Um, I think a lot of people are stuck there. They're just stuck on that barrier. They're like, look, man, I can't get over the fact that you guys did this. We're at 2,650 members right now. 2,650. Um, what is this? Oh, it's ready. Okay. Bless you, creature. Creature said, I promise, chat, there will be clips of the Just Dance. Yeah, what, what, clips for members? <laughs> I have a PC at work, and it's a monster. I play Cyberpunk 2077 on it, and it was smooth. I know a game should be running on normal PCs, but for me, it was six hours of pure enjoyment. Have you, Wait, so you just dove in and played six hours, or you played six hours and that was good enough for you? Paul says, honestly, if you plan on playing Cyberpunk, watch Edge Runners on Netflix. It's one of the best prologues ever for a game. So Paul is making a recommendation, and I actually saw this recommendation in other places, basically saying, watch Cyberpunk Edge Runners first, then jump in to the game. Yo, what's good, Feed? Good to see you in the chat. Um, they are dropping last-gen support, so I would not get it on last-gen. I have been recording episodes of my new podcast, with uh, Andrew Schwab which I need to buy the domain so we can start promoting the Patreon we're supposed to be doing that this week and I can I, I need to do that today I can't tell you the name of the podcast yet but but um, Andrew Schwab and I have been recording our episodes I think we've got five episodes now recorded uh, in any case he was asking about it and I was like look man don't get cyberpunk on old gen because cyberpunk 2077 1.6 the update that just recently hit that's the last update for old gen. From this point on, it's next gen only. And my theory has been that the Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty DLC will be a 2.0 moment for the game. I think between now and when it lands, there's going to be a 1.7, a 1.8, and a 1.9, right? I think there's three updates between now and Phantom Liberty that are going to be significant. And they're primarily going to be focused on tapping into the power of next gen and obviously PC you know they can they can do tons of things there so that's been my theory is that the re- they're dropping old gen and next gen's going to finally be able to soar and you know and be amazing now you might think it's just too little too late i don't care but if you are going to get the game if you are interested if anything you've seen or heard about anything about cyberpunk has has persuaded you then I'm here to tell you, you really need to don't get it on don't get it on old gen because they're they're leaving you behind. Okay, they're they're leaving you behind. Yo, Rissick with a ten dollar tip through Super Chat. I got back into it recently, and if you haven't played it since launch, I recommend giving it a go. The graphics are better on the PS5 or the Xbox, and if you like story driven games, then this one is for you. Eugene says they added uh, 1.6 added content that can't be on last gen for technical reasons. Wait, is there actual stuff in the 1.6 update, Eugene, that they can't even put on old gen? I thought this was the last update for old gen. 
I'll tell you what, brother. I have friends who were saying just today that because they liked Edge Runners, they are going to get Cyberpunk 2077 on PS5 the next time they see a sale. The show is helping. I think Cyberpunk Edge Runners is the single greatest reason that this is happening. I'm dead serious. I don't think it's the work of the devs. I don't think people were suddenly like, oh yeah, 1.6 turned the game around. It's the freaking show, bro. The show is the reason. It really is. My hair looks so good today. No compliments. Come on, chat. Nobody's going to say anything about my hair. I also switched the outlines on the disc plates and the ground, the the, the rope light to green. I did that yesterday. Nobody, nobody commented. Like, come on. You better hope the 343 are taking notes. Mid hair day. Shut up, Hilly. (laughs) Shut up, Hilly. Uh, you still have to dig through a lot to get to the fun parts. I literally had a guy leave a comment on one of my update videos this morning. It was a Cyberpunk 2077 update. And he leaves a comment and he said, only 10 hours? He was like, you don't deserve this excellent game or something to that effect. I was like, what? What are you talking about? I was like, how is 10 hours not enough? Like... I love that mentality. 10 hours? Only 10 hours? Yeah, you don't deserve this game, bro. Like, what do you mean I don't deserve this game? How is that not enough time? It's nothing for this game? Right, but if 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 that's not enough time to convince me it's a good game, Gemini Christmas, when does it get good? You know what I mean? Oh, you got to keep going, bro. Right around hour 18 is when it really starts to get good. What do you mean? I'm not saying that it doesn't get better. I'm saying if it's that bad at the beginning, the frick out of here. Distorted says, I just started the game for the first time the last two days. I've actually been enjoying it, and I disagree that it takes way too long to get into the fun. Completely disagree. Homie, the tutorial aspect of the game, have they shortened it, Distorted? Have they completely reworked the opening of the game? Hey, I love to see somebody jump in and do a membership all by themselves. So many people have been getting gifted, but I think it's just as awesome when someone jumps in on their own. Worthy is my name with a brand new membership. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Let's get a little new member train going without it being gifted. I love to see new folks jump in. We do members-only content every day, and we have a members-only Discord. So get in there. Get in there. Okay, so Eugene said the following things are are not capable on old consoles. Quests. They added more secrets in Night City to be discovered by players. Due to some technical challenges, this change is not available on the previous generation of consoles. Various small fixes to interaction in V's apartments and safe houses. Oh, that's it. That's the only thing. Okay, so... The 1.6 update is the beginning of them leaving behind next gen to the point that they even said, like, listen, there's more secrets in Night City, but there that's not there's technical challenges. They couldn't do that on the uh, they couldn't do that on old gen. They didn't. The opening is still the same, but it's more stable to play. You have the option to skip the initial tutorial, but the prologue portion needs to be there as it sets up the tone of who V actually is. It needs to be longer to shape the game. Gemini Christmas. I felt like the opening was an eternity. I'm like, when am I going to get to like the open world game to go do stuff? 
Guys, if you're enjoying my coverage this morning and you've never been here before, welcome to Reforged Gaming. I want to know what you think about the Cyberpunk 2077 comeback. So hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. Subscribing does not cost anything. It's totally free. Memberships do cost. That's the join button. It's a different button. So smack the subscribe button so you can talk in my chat and then leave me a comment in the chat or smash the like button, actually. We should have 200 likes by now. We should have 200 likes by now. Hey, finally, our Truth About Dead Silence short took off like a bottle rocket this morning. Man, <clears throat> they were my shorts weren't going anywhere. I literally told Creature, I said, if this continues for the rest of this week, I'm going to take a break from doing shorts. They finally fixed it. I was playing Cyberpunk all day yesterday. Cop chases and gang chases are rumored to be on the way, says Welfare Rockstar. I'm going to watch the show, says Derek, and then think more about the game. I have two big resurrected games on my radar, Cyberpunk 2077 and No Man's Sky. So the rub's going to be, which one will I enjoy more? Not sure. You know, I mean, I would say knowing you, you would probably gravitate more towards the systems in Cyberpunk. No Man's Sky is very, very excellent, but it's basically a space exploration sim with amazing building and, you know, good questing as well. But I don't know. It's tough because, I, you know, you play a lot of games now and I, I don't know all the games you play. No Man's Sky is absolutely phenomenal. I think No Man's Sky is now a 9 out of 10 game. It's a 9 out of 10 game. Like it is it is it is absolutely phenomenal everything they've done. A 3 month milestone for Xanatos getting that new member badge for the milestone says welcome new members Lono provides great content and I love starting my day listening to this channel. Try the dope Reforge coffee. Yes, Reforge Gaming here. We have our own coffee, Reforge Roast. If you're a coffee drinker, feel free to check it out. It's linked below in the description, or you can go to reforgeroast.com. It's not a sponsor. It's our coffee. It's in my house, and the uh, holiday blend is going forward, and we'll be we'll be able to take some of those orders. It looks like we'll be able to take those orders maybe like halfway through November. It's, it's not where we wanted it, but, but it's going to be worth it because the new bags are going to look so, so good. I like the prologue. I also spent over an hour on the character creation screen. I ended up putting a joystick on my lady. You can even change the size. Hey, man, whatever you want to do. No Man's Sky managed to deliver the game that was expected plus substantially more. I think that's fundamentally the question about Cyberpunk 2077 is have they yet delivered the game they promised? And I think that right there is the dividing line. I think that's the dividing line. There are people that are like, no, they haven't. And until they do, I'm not going to play it. And there are people that are like, it's way better than it once was. And that's good enough for me. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. That's the dividing line. It is. You can break people into two camps. There are people that look at Cyberpunk 2077 and they say, nope. No, it's not what you marketed, and it still isn't. And some people think it never will be. Chainsaw saying, I don't think it ever will, right? And then there's people that look at No Man's Sky, and they're like, that's a game that became what they promised. Come on, guys, there's almost 400 people here. Give me those 200 likes. I don't like harping on it. What's going on? Are you not logged in? Are you sleepy? Do you need to take a little sip of your coffee? Come on now. Let's get those likes up. A 13-month milestone from Greenside. Studio Trigger is slowly becoming my favorite anime studio. Edge Runner was super dope. 
Good morning, Lono. Congrats on the gold badge for a whole year of membership, Greenside. It typically changes to that color once you hit the 13th month. Put it in a Ziploc bag and I'll buy it. Who buys coffee for the bag aesthetic? Well, I mean, it just is going to be a lot nicer. It's going to be printed on the bag, like the labels are, you know, no longer having labels on the bag. We're having to relabel our own coffee because we rebranded. You know what I'm saying? It'll be nice and we're not doing that. Need you guys to, to help out. Lono gave up after 10 hours? What a Karen. <laughs> Even if they deliver the game they promised, I wouldn't touch it. I won't reward them for doing that twice. Wait, I don't understand. I, I'm, I'm confused, Eugene. So if they finally get it there, you're like, I won't reward them for doing that twice. What do you mean twice? You think this is what they did with The Witcher? You think this is as bad as The Witcher 3 launch? Wasn't The Witcher 3 launch just bugs and glitches that were fixed within like the first month of the game's release? I don't think this is equal to that. Half a year milestone for Cody Biscuits. A six-month member milestone. Sipping on my Reforged Dark Roast right now. So smooth. So balanced. Look, man. Balanced acidity makes all the difference in coffee drinking. You get used to mine. Hey, first coffee order of the day. My man QBZ grabbing a light roast. There we go. We're getting members. We're getting coffee orders. We hit 200 likes. You guys are the absolute best. Thank you for being here this morning. If you're unfamiliar with my content, I am a safe-for-work broadcaster, and what that means is I'm not swearing on the broadcast. Now, in members-only content, I might swear a little bit here and there, but generally speaking, you you can subscribe and throw me on in the background of your day in confidence. Treat me like a radio show. I'll be in your ear each morning giving you gaming news and topics and discussions. I think that they want to pull... I think they can pull a No Man's Sky, says Corey, but they are going to have to get there with free DLC. The paid DLC cannot be a thing that gets people the game they were promised. All right, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I actually think they can charge and they will charge for the DLC. And the recent Steam charts, if you haven't seen the Cyberpunk Steam charts... Gemini freaking Christmas. Cyberpunk 2077 Steam charts, they overtook FIFA and Modern Warfare for purchases. Like, they were the most purchased game, uh, like, last week. I think they can totally sell DLC. Ain't nobody gonna bat an eyelash. The game has a a huge fan base now. They do. What's happening right now with this game is 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 truly an indication that they can and will charge for the for the Phantom Liberty DLC. Yo, Jarrett's good to see you. A 10-month milestone. Yo, homie, sorry I've been out for so long. Started a new job. I'll be working, lurking a lot, but I'm supporting and praying for you. Yo, Jarrett's thank you for both the support and the prayers, man. I appreciate you, bro. They overtook Call of Duty during Call of Duty's weekend, second weekend, but still, that's a good point. I, I think most of the pre-orders and most of the orders creature probably happened that first week. But it is a well-made point that during the second weekend of the Modern Warfare 2 beta, Cyberpunk 2077 runs it down. That's nuts. That's nuts. Call of Duty is massive. It's absolutely massive. Even during its second week, they, they still were probably getting a ton of sales. The anime might be the reason they walk back moving on from Cyberpunk 2077. Now... I had theories about that, Sven. I had theories. So the CEO says that the Cyberpunk 2077 expansion is their last project 
in the the red engine and they said all future product will be on unreal so i don't know what that means for cyberpunk does that means that they 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 are having to abandon it or are they going to say no we'll just move everything to unreal cod is on battlenet i mean you know that's actually fair pushback from paul that a lot of people were probably getting cod elsewhere playstation xbox Battle.net. Yo! Killer Blood Edge jumping in as a brand new member, and it's a tier 2. That means we are now 9 tier 2 members away. We're 9 away from having 100 tier 2 members. I, I'm gonna, I'm telling you, I practiced last night. I'm gonna start giving you guys that content. It's gonna be, you know, cute, funny stories about my kiddos, kind of like vlogging content. We'll try to tie it to gaming as best I can, but sometimes it'll probably just be a funny story about my kids. So thank you so much, man. We're having a bit of a member train. Insomniac Black gifted 100 members this morning, so make sure and check to see if you're a member. You might have gotten one and you weren't looking, and that means you got a badge and emotes and you can watch all the extra content. McD09 says, hey everyone, check out the Brotato gameplay on first look. Hit the like button. Oh yeah, yeah. Reforge first look got Brotato gameplay this morning. That game is super cool. Don't miss out on that one. Oh, great thumbnail creature. I love that. I love that. That was a very, very fun little game. Make sure and check that out. We do have four channels. This is the live streaming channel. I hate Steam. Cods on Battle.net. Sven says it shows that they are trying to get there, but I don't know if it will ever be what they promise since they're moving on from it. Anime is very safe for work. Oh, very not safe for work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, be fair warned if you watch the anime. It's not safe for work. It's going to have all that stuff in it. Thank you for the huge turnout this morning. We cover all kinds of different gaming news. We covered a lot of uh, COD recently. And uh, we. L- I love to cover Cyberpunk. I love to d- discuss Cyberpunk with you guys. I really, really do. I've given Cyberpunk 2077 numerous chances. I've given it numerous chances. And boy, oh boy, is it... Uh, man, is it a... Uh, <laughs> is it a tough case? It's a tough case, you know? I have a really, really hard time... <laughs> I have a really hard time wanting to play it, you know? I've given it a handful of chances. Hey, another order of coffee from Ani. Ordered a bag of dark roast. Thank you so much, Ani. I'm seeing so many people ordering coffee that have never ordered it before. If you've never, if you're not a coffee drinker, balanced acidity makes all the difference. It's like so smooth. There's no bitterness, right? I put a little Italian sweet cream in mine. That's the recommendation that I make. So, if you're not a coffee drinker, the light roast is a great introductory roast into coffee. What are you guys referring to exactly when you say Cyberpunk 2077 didn't deliver? What? You need us to list it all, Kareem? What do you mean? It at, at, at every level, at a technical level, it was a buggy, glitch-riddled mess. It didn't even look like a AAA game. It barely ran on old consoles. It performed so poorly at a technical level that Sony removed it from their store. That's not happened before. That's not happened before. That's just the technical problems. 
that's not even getting into how the the questing and the dialogue was it, it still is in my opinion bad and poorly designed and there are things that don't even make any sense why do you have a tutorial for vehicular combat if there's no vehicular combat why do you have a big giant long tutorial for like the brain hacking where you like hack into the brain what's it called brainwave and what you do it two or three times in the game people said they made so many decisions that don't even make sense do you have a cyberpunk playthrough brain dance is that what it's called homie i played cyberpunk 2077 gameplay on my stream three or four different times i've given that thing such a fair shake I went back when they did the Cyberpunk next-gen update just to see, and I was like, okay, cool, looks a little bit better, still had horrible frame rate performance in the open-world areas, glitchy, jittery, ugh, and I'm playing on my PS5. I'm like, get out of here with that. What do you mean? It, it, it failed to deliver what they promised. They promised, essentially, a... A quintessential RP, open world living city RPG, and we didn't get that. We didn't get that. What I remember people were keep saying is it's going to be the GTA killer. Therefore, Rockstar released a KO Perico highest to keep the their people. However, when Cyberpunk launched, they laugh at it. I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're saying they released. Was that like a DLC or something? It runs well now. Have they done more updates? I'm telling you, when I played it, when I played it most recently on PS5, anytime I was in the uh, in the open world, it looked it it, it ran poorly. Everyone has experienced the same basic story until a given point, says Eugene. Distorted says, I don't blame anybody that's not willing to give Cyberpunk another chance. I waited to start the game for the first time for a reason, so it wouldn't be ruined for me by the early problems. Yeah, there were elements with the RPG and the skill tests. Uh, I'm sorry, RPG and the skill impact was not there. I logged in and saw I was gifted. Thanks so much. Yo, Rob, Insomniac Black went absolutely massive this morning. He gifted a hundred members. Cyberpunk, uh, according to Distorted, says, is the type of game I can dig into and fully enjoy, but it's not for everyone. Digital Foundry did their tests. It's playable now. Well, that's a glowing endorsement. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's a glowing endorsement. Guys, Digital Foundry, they did some tests, and uh, the findings are that it's now playable. Woo! Look out now. 10 out of 10. The gore of Edge Runners spice up the lore of the game for me. I switched from PS4 to PC, RTX 3080. It's like a different game. It does not completely suck, says Valiant. <laughs> Where do I sign up? Good morning, Lead Spartan. Listen, I'm not hating on Cyberpunk 2077. All right, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just telling you what my experience was. At like, I and not even that. Not even that. Let, let's let's break down one of the fundamental reasons I have always struggled to get into Cyberpunk. Okay, I'm not a hater. I've tried numerous times. If I was a hater, I wouldn't cover it. I wouldn't give it the time of day. I will. I wouldn't go and try and play it. You know, every time they do pretty big updates. Okay. Yo, a three month milestone from uh, Dondre. Thank you so much. Says good morning, everyone. So the last time I played it, in my opinion, I felt that it fundamentally failed to deliver on a dialogue driven narrative experience. 
I don't think it delivers it. The, the, the dialogue just doesn't... It's not delivered on a silver platter. It's clunky. Okay, let me give an example. If you go back and you play Fallout 4, okay? It's very, very dialogue-driven, all right? It's very dialogue-driven. And there's, like, a rigidity to how you experience dialogue in Fallout 4. It's almost like, we need your help in the town. And you're like, oh, okay, and you click a button. And they're like, thanks so much. Go over there and take care of these people. And there's, like, this dead-eyed stare. Like, it doesn't feel like you're connecting with the NPC, right? Okay, so Cyberpunk, the NPCs look phenomenal. The character design, the clothing, they look so good. They do. But they behave like they belong in a lower fidelity, older game like Fallout. I remember playing through The Witcher 3 and thinking the dialogue trees... And, and, and the back and forth and the back and forth it felt organic it felt like I was watching a TV show there was one time I was playing The Witcher 3 and he was sitting down with this guy and they were going back and forth about his daughter right and I like forgot I was streaming I was like oh my gosh I was just like listening to the dialogue it felt like I was kind of like watching a TV show which you know is probably one of the reasons why everybody got behind the idea of oh they're going to do a Witcher TV show I would watch that right in the wake of things like Game of Thrones and other shows those type of games are growing in popularity and I certainly felt that the line delivery and the writing in The Witcher 3 it almost felt like a series and that that was actually one of the reasons why I couldn't stream The Witcher 3 was because it was so immersive immersive and it was so well written that I felt like I was watching the show. I got to the Johnny Silverhand stuff, and I know everybody loves Keanu. I know the internet worships Keanu Reeves, but his line delivery was bad. wasn't good. It wasn't. I'm sorry. I don't think it was good. Even in the most recent video that I reacted to where that guy basically wrote a love letter to cyberpunk if you haven't seen frankly gaming's video and you're a fan of cyberpunk okay I'm telling you watch his video I reacted to it and he's like saying how amazing the story was and frankly gaming's voice is better than Keanu's voice like you go from frankly gaming be like this story is a story that really puts you into a position to ask the important questions. And then Keanu's like, My whole life, nobody cared for me. None of it mattered. And you're like, what the frick? It's so flat! It's so flat! It's so uninteresting! Like, I love Keanu as much as the next person, but come on! Stop! Like, are we gonna sit here and pretend that he's like some crazy, emotive, gifted actor. Just cut the crap, okay? People love him because he's a lovable guy and because of John Wick. Like, John Wick and Keanu's lovable, very nice nature got put into a blender and the internet fell in love with him. And I'm so happy for him. I am. I'm very happy for him. But he is not 
Yeah, Matrix obviously helped everybody, like, you know, care about him because he had never done any major movies up to that point that people really considered amazing. I mean, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was, like, an old 90s cult classic, but not to the degree that, like, The Matrix was. So, yes, when you put those things in a blender, the internet falls in love with Keanu Reeves, and the whole your breathtaking moment becomes a meme, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, Keanu Reeves. All that's great, but if you didn't know who he was, if I if I woke you up from a coma and I was like, alright, I'm gonna show you some of the best video games ever created, right? Here is here's great games with great voice acting, and I show them The Witcher, and I show them Hellblade, and I show them God of War. I take them to the to the quintessential archetypes of voice acting in video games dollars to donuts if I took this person who woke up from a coma and I was like hey what do you think of this guy's voice acting they'd be like he sounds half asleep like it doesn't sound it sounds like he just woke up from a nap he doesn't sound like he's interested in what's going on it's like he's disconnected from things going on can't forget speed there's a bomb on the bus yeah I know I know speed sorry and Constantine whatever you're allowed to be honest about the fact that Keanu Reeves is not some insane super emotive method actor he's like he 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 gets the job done he can he can read the lines and 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 say them with a certain amount of voice inflection but there's not much there every time I did the Johnny Silverhand stuff and I was like I, I'm not connecting with this. He's just swearing a lot. It was like, that was how they made him passionate. If the only way you can make somebody passionate is them, they're dropping F-bombs all the time. It's like, that doesn't translate into emotive response. That's just cliche vocabulary. You know what I'm saying? He's more surprised by his fame than you are. L- yeah, listen... I absolutely love him. I do. I absolutely love Keanu Reeves. But I can be honest about his voice acting abilities and his acting abilities. He's very unidimensional. I he, he, he's, he's very unidimensional. There's not much there. And I can still absolutely love him. And love the John Wick movies. And I, I watch interviews with him. And I want to like give him a hug and hang out with him I do I I have like an actual I have like some people some actors you develop like at least at some level a genuine almost like affection for them you're like man I love this guy he just seems like such a nice guy but his voice acting and his acting chops are they're very mid they're very mid and that's not a slam that's just an honest breakdown are you honestly going to put Keanu Reeves up against some of the most brilliant, most diverse actors of our time. You're gonna put him up against like Leonardo DiCaprio. You're gonna put him up against like Tom Hanks or you know somebody brought up like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Come on, like you're gonna put him up against those people? No way, absolutely not. He doesn't even come close. He doesn't even come close to their acting abilities and their depth and their 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 repertoire of of different characters that they've done the frick out of here 
It's totally fine to say that. It's fine to say he's a unidimensional actor. Look at the freaking movies that he does. He's always the same guy. What's the difference between John Wick and Neo? What is it? The beard and the hair? Well, they did Matrix 4, and I I guess that was they thought they needed him to look like that. Like, come on, man. Come on. I'm not disparaging Keanu Reeves. I'm saying he's he's a very, very mid-lane actor. You could say he's our time Nick Cage. No, Nick Cage is one of the most diverse, most... Nick Cage has way more range than people give him credit for. If you watch Matchstick Men and you watch Adaptation and you still think Nick Cage doesn't have range, then you don't have a brain. Like, watch those movies. Nick Cage has range and nobody gives him credit for it because all they think about is national treasure. Like, don't you dare talk about Nicolas Cage like that. Don't you dare. If you watch Adaptation and you watch Matchstick Men, you will see the range that he has. He literally plays twin brothers in Adaptation, and it's believable. It's believable. He's incredible. He doesn't get any credit because he does a lot of similar movies. Cage got in trouble with the IRS. Uh, That's why all those silly movies happen. Yeah, he was doing every movie he could. Somebody said Leonardo sucks. Oh, no. Quiet Shy deleted that. (laughs) If you guys are wondering why we're talking about Nick Cage and why we're talking about Keanu Reeves, I'm saying that I don't think what Keanu Reeves brings to cyberpunk is that significant, right? I don't think that it's that significant. It's <clears throat> it's difficult, I think, to to play a game like Cyberpunk that is so dependent upon voice acting and line delivery and dialogue. And if it doesn't, if you don't connect with the with the voice acting, and you don't connect with the dialogue, then Cyberpunk isn't going to pull you in because the action and the combat is is fine, it's passable, but that's not really the standout part that isn't the standout part standout part of cyberpunk is supposed to be the depth of the choices and the impact of those choices and the dialogues and the and the and the the back end stuff stairs verify i thank you so much talica you're the best you're the absolute Best. I'm going to try and snag one. I'm going to try and snag one of the God of War PS5 controllers. I might have I might have waited too long to click on your tw- thing. It's it it two minutes ago. There we go. There we go. That short did some numbers. <laughs> that short did some numbers. Let's go, baby. Finally. We're back. We're back. Yes, point break. Oh, for Pete's sakes. The opposite's probably true, too. I wonder how many people just want to love it, and they try to convince themselves it's awesome. Yeah, it's telling me I have to wait 16 minutes, 17 minutes. It just keeps going up. I might have missed my opportunity. Did you finish playing? Okay, so my experience with Cyberpunk gameplay is a little over 10 hours. And I personally, I'm I'm just I'm being dead honest with you. I, I think that that's more than enough time. I, I I think that's more than enough time. I got through the entire opening. I got to the Johnny Silverhand stuff. And listen, I just I don't think an adequate defense of the game is 
you 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 didn't play enough you have to keep going like what do you mean what why why should i have to keep going what why is the game not convinced me that it's good I don't know, like I said, says Distorted. I don't care about Keanu Reeves' voice acting in the game. I care that he's in the game and that Johnny Silverhand is a bad drug-fueled killing machine. Giga Chad. I mean, that can't be a good enough reason. Give it 11 hours. <laughs> 10 hours should be have put you right in the middle of all of it. Yeah, I was, I was, I had Johnny Silverhand in my head, and I went to some bar, and some guy, well, some guy saved me, I ended up at some diner, and I was sitting across from a guy, and there was this moment, right, there was this moment where I looked at the guy across from me in the diner, and I thought, the design work for this character is impeccable, he looks so amazing, and the lines and the voice acting and what he was saying, it just fell flat. There was this giant juxtaposition between how beautiful the, the, the diner was and the table and the guy across from me. I was like, this looks so good. It looks so good. And and the voice, the, the, the voice and the line delivery was just, it was so not good. Do you know what I'm saying? Takamura, I, I'm I I don't know. I think so. I think so. Uh, okay, I'm adding it to the cart. Adding it to the cart. Edit and check out. Are they gonna make me sign in? Can I just sign in? Why do I have to do this? Verify my age. Check out. I can't just do. Oh my gosh. All right. I should be able to quickly fill all these fields. Uh, uh, there we go. I hate when it does that. Okay. Like it auto fills, but it doesn't auto fill like the right stuff. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever done that? You're like, where are you pulling this information? You know what I mean? Where are you pulling this info? Like that's not my info. If you guys are just tuning in, we are talking about Cyberpunk 2077 and is it having its big uh, comeback moment? Wait, what? Yeah. Is it having its big comeback moment? Is it time for you to check the game out? Is it time to give it another chance? And there are people in chat saying that yes, it is. They're saying it's time to give it a shot. Uh, I don't want to receive news. No. Uh, and place order. People can fly announces the take two is terminated cooperation with the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it. We did it. We ordered uh, the God of War PlayStation 5 controller. I'm very excited. Very excited. I know, I know. I'm a fanboy. I don't freaking care. Guys, thank you for 300 likes on the video. With 460 people here, we should be able to hit 400 likes. Smash the like button if you haven't already. The like button is free. So is subscribe, and it helps out the video, and it helps me out. You can consider becoming a member. Hey, we got two more coffee orders. We got one from, uh, thanks for all the dope coffee. Can't wait for the Frickmas blend. Someone named Bruce ordered three bags of dark roast 
and then wild man ordered a bag of light roast lono and fam hope uh y'all are dope and deserve dope stuff thank you so much you guys even filled out the little message in uh, uh, uh spot thank you very very much thank you for your playstation order thank you your steam key for miniland miniland's demo uh duh uh okay i gotta throw that in the discord so i remember to do it hang on Yo, babbling bike hit a three-month milestone, bro. You the best. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, bro. All right, I got that in there. Okay. Uh, that's a new badge for you, babbling bike guys. If you enjoy Cyberpunk and you think it's worth playing, we would love to hear from you. Talica says, "Glad I could help." The guys in Santa Monica Discord posted it up like a minute before everybody on Twitter. There you go. Where do you order the coffee? Uh, reforgeroast.com or you can use the coffee command thank you so much for being here the issue is says TK Lotus the whole concept of cyberpunk is made completely irrelevant the whole of the game is built on the desire to make it big in Night City but the main story ruins that in the first hour Hey Lono, I tried playing Cyberpunk 2077 with Japanese audio and English subcaptions, and the game felt more like Ghosts in the Shell. You know what's funny, Chris? I was going to do that with Forspoken, and I wonder if that's like the cheat code, right? Is that the cheat code? Well, voice acting's not so good. Dialogue is fine. Maybe just turn on Japanese voice actors. In Cyberpunk, you have a whole complex world... Uh, No Man's Sky is for kids. Oh my gosh. No Man's Sky is for kids. Tell me you don't have a legitimate argument without telling me you don't have a legitimate argument. Like, don't phone in some pedestrian, thoughtless insult, you know? No Man's Sky is for kids. Like, if you don't like something, it's for kids. Like, what the frick? I can't wait for Cyberpunk 2. No, not really. Japanese voice acting never misses. Well, it's only because we can't tell if it's good or not. You know what I mean? No Man's Sky is just Minecraft. It's a kid's game. I Okay, so I've got some discussion questions for you guys. All right. The first question is... The first question. The Cyberpunk 2077 comeback, due in large part to Cyberpunk Edge Runners. does any of this compel you to come back to the game or... To try it for the first time. Does any of this compel you? Are you like, oh yeah, I definitely want to check that out now. Are you compelled? Are you interested? And I'm talking about both both sides of the aisle. There are people that might have gotten it and put it down. There are people that have might, you know, maybe they they've never tried it. Not a single time have they ever tried the game. And is that are you considering it now? Are you considering saying, "Oh yeah, you know, it, it's it's time to try the game out. It's time to it's time to put it down." You loved the anime, okay? Yes, because the anime was great. You guys seeing what's happening in chat? Are you seeing two people already? They're like, "Oh yeah, I want to try it out because of the anime. The anime was so good." That's not quite the case. Oh, East Coast, I missed your tip. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um. East Coast Overlord with a $5 tip says, Morning Lono, I think a good way to say it is that Keanu is S-tier in his own category. Outside of that, he's mid. He's still one of my favorite actors. Thank you, East Coast. I'm sorry I didn't read out your tip. 
Uh, voice actors are celebrities there. Being a Japanese voice acting is a much harder process and it weeds out a lot of the bad ones, says East Coast Overlord. I was, says Valiant, and then I watched a review from the most recent version and it said all the same stuff as before. So Valiant says he was interested in jumping back into cyberpunk gameplay and then saw a recent review and was like, yeah, no, it's all the same stuff. All the same problems. I saw the rise in charts and I was curious what they changed to make it pop off like that. I didn't even know there was an anime. The anime? Yes. Cyberpunk Edgerunners, plural. That's a show. That's a show on Netflix. It's an anime. It's not safe for work for those of you that, you know, have to consider that. Maybe you got kiddos and stuff. Not safe for work. You're like, oh, it's a cartoon. No, no. Don't. It's not It's not for kids. Not for kiddos. Um, so that basically told the the people to to go play the game because there's an edge runners tie-in cyberpunk 2077 1.6 just hit the game and they they did a tie-in from the show and that's why people are checking it out that's why people are jumping in fantastic show i gotta say yeah a lot of people think even in the realm of just weighing and measuring an anime they're like this is a great show this is worth watching so yeah it's basically the cyberpunk edge runner update thank you animus control that's basically what it is if you if you're looking for like blog posts or you're looking for info it would be called the cyberpunk 2077 edge runner update is what many people call it jokes on you lono i never left what do you mean you never left what's good killer blood edge you never left me or you never left the game i mean you came in strong this morning with a tier two member homie that's are you from are you from my days over on purple mr v says generally no one needs to listen internet morons all you need to do is tell stories in the universe of cyberpunk to be more successful than witcher and cyberpunk has huge potential to tell good stories i don't disagree with you that it has huge potential to tell good stories i don't find the voice acting in the dialogue to be compelling in that realm whenever i play it i don't i want to try out halo the tv show was great said no one ever oh my gosh you are so that's that's kind of mean that's but it's it's true it's true and then master chief like sheds a tear (laughs) through the helmet it's still a buggy mess i'm sorry gotta speak my truth Animus says, hey y'all, long time no see. Initially, I didn't pick up Cyberpunk 2077 due to the poor reviews, but I got sucked into the new hype and I have been enjoying it. Master Cheeks. That's right. When I finish the game, I will give you my definitive final judgment on Cyberpunk and whether I would recommend it to other people. So we can look forward to a Cyberpunk 2077 review from Distorted. Whole lot of people coming in right now. If you've never been here before, thanks for joining my talk show. We are discussing Cyberpunk 2077's comeback. It's having a bit of a comeback. It's crushing it on Steam, largely in part to the Cyberpunk Edge Runner TV show, and many people wanting to see the tie-ins, wanting to try out the game. Where are you on the spectrum? If you hit subscribe, you can talk in my chat. Are you coming back to the game? Are you trying it for the first time? Where are you on the spectrum? Can we do a poll? I don't like doing polls unless we absolutely have to, right? I, I don't I don't I don't like to necessarily do um, 
do that. I think that there's there's other there's other ways to to, to gauge chat's response. <clears throat> How long do the streams usually last? We are just about to hit one hour in this broadcast. I usually go for about two to two and a half hours on a particular topic. My second topic of today is my review, my full review of the Modern Warfare 2 beta. So that should be fun. And a, and a bit of a shift from this, but make sure you're subscribed to the channel. If you guys haven't smashed like yet, we need 60 more likes to hit 400. Let's set their goal, man. We're nearing 500 viewers. So glad to have so many people here discussing Cyberpunk 2077. Do you think uh, Flying's Kara and Cyberpunk? Do you see the Flying Kara? I don't know what you're asking me about. Cyberpunk is great during the mid-game and the tutorial. i played since day one. I took a break because of the bugs after 1.5. I'm addicted to the game. Story's amazing. World is also. I'm replaying the game right now. I would say it's still around a 7, but the world of Cyberpunk has so much potential. I would buy a sequel built in Unreal 5 in a heartbeat. You know what's really sad about Cyberpunk? is if it if they decided to completely port it and build it in Unreal 5, a lot of the problems would go away. Right? Yeah, I got the controller, Cody. Honestly, the voice acting is not as bad as you say. I disagree. I think it's very bad. I, I, I think it's very bad. Maybe they fixed it since you played it. They didn't re-record the voice lines. My gosh, talk to any fan. Talk to any fan of Cyberpunk, and they'll tell you to play as the girl, because the main protagonist male voice actor is awful when's the frickmas blend going to be available sometime in november spawn we will be taking orders for the frickmas blend sometime in november so you still have a long ways to go you might as well order the light or the dark roast or you can do the best of both worlds combo and just get both if you're holding out for frickmas you've you've got a ways to go we've got to get through october homie they're going to be they're going to be roasting it up uh you know any day now They'll have to roast it, bag it, ship it, all of that. The voice acting leaves to, is to be desired. We all know how willing I am to play pretty much any game of any quality, and even I think the voice acting is not that great, says Sven. Female V all the way. Love Female V. Guys, we just hit one hour on the broadcast, and YouTube is always like, hey, it'd be a good time to run some ads. I don't think that's very conducive to live streams. If you watch my past broadcasts, they'll be like, you know, ads every 30 minutes. Do me a favor. Consider jumping in as a member. Do a super chat tip. Gift some members. Or, at the very least, smash the like button, okay? I don't like disrupting the show with ads, so do some of the things that help us out here. Uh, Live streams like this, we don't really live off of the ads. We, We don't think that's conducive to you having a good experience. Too forced voice acting. It reminds me of Lono's RPG impression when Madam told uh, him she didn't buy any bread. I was like, did you get the bread? She's like, no, I didn't get any bread. And I was like, (laughs) that's my JRPG impression. We need to go to the castle to rescue the prince. What? (laughs) JRPGs, dude. They're just so breathy and exaggerated. I'm kind of with Lono about the voice acting. Like, I didn't fall in love with any character, and the combat is still subpar. I just... Here's the other thing that happens with the voice acting, right? Is Reforge gaming like a team of people? Or when you say we, are you referring to the community as a whole? I often use we 
to refer to the community because I think we do good work here. I think the conversations and the coverage is it's a it's an organic experience. Like the live audience is part of the show as much as I am, right? But I also have a producer who helps me plan and strategize and pick topics. So I rarely say I because this is not it's not all about me. Like we have a community, we have a Discord, we we all work, you know, to to find out, you know, good info and good intel on on content and on conversations and on topics. So it's the royal we. I just like to say we. Yeah, like we do good work here. We have a good time here. We like to cover different things, you know. Instead of being like I I I I I me me me. It's I don't know. It's it's a it's a linguistic habit I formed a long time ago because I didn't like making the content all about me because it wasn't all about me. I'm not sitting here hitting, you know, 360 no scopes and talking about my skill. I'm having a conversation with a couple hundred people. If you don't like the combat, you gotta try the builds that the characters from the anime use. It's insane, says Welfare Rockstar. We're keeping it very civil around here on most days. Yeah, most days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't play JRPGs. I can't get past that everything everyone says gives them an oh, yeah, everybody's kind of on, right? It's like everybody's walking around edging. It's like, what is happening? I just got back to the office and turned on the stream, pleasantly surprised to immediately hear Lono moaning. <laughs> we do good work here. Eugene is here too. Oh, that's mean. Don't be mean. So the, the, the question that I was asking the audience, the, dequ- the discussion question on the docket, man, we, are, we, we can't get that 400 likes. We can't do it. Uh, I said, does any of this compel you to come back to the game? And I noticed that a lot of people said, yeah, I'm playing the game because of the anime. I'm playing the game because of, you know, because of, because of the show. Lono doesn't like changing his build to get through content. It's not about not enjoying changing my build to get through content. It's, I shouldn't have to go watch a build guide to beat something or to have a good time, right? If your content is so narrowly accessible that I have to go look at a build guide in order to to successfully beat it or I have to go look at a build guide to like have a good time then I I think your content's trash like I shouldn't need to do that I should be able to formulate my own build within a reasonable amount of understanding of the game and and have a decent time I shouldn't have to go look up a build guide right oh yeah this content yeah no you can't do that you gotta turn on this turn on that turn this off, move this around blah blah bliggity blah it's like, well wait, what's the point of player volition and freedom of choice if the content's flattened out and unidimensional and everybody's running the same stupid build is this an illusion of choice or is it a genuine choice? Cameron coming in with a brand new membership another new member for the day, I think that's our second new member that wasn't gifted Insomniac Black gifted like a hundred members and it's good to see folks just jumping in on their own. Welcome to Reforge Gaming. Get in our members-only Discord. I hate builds. Let me play how I want. Listen, it's I don't mind optimum builds, right? I don't mind optimum builds. If I'm going to play content and they're like, oh yeah, that build, it's going to be a little bit slower or it's going to be a little less optimum. Okay, that's fine. That's totally fine. 
but if it's literally built in a way where people are like oh no yeah you need to completely change your build you can't do that you you have to change it i'm like what's the what's the point in me investing in a build then i've got weapons I've got these stats, I've got those stats over there, I've got gear, and I've put together this whole thing, and you're like, yeah, you just throw that in the trash. Um, You've got to completely respec your character for this content. Well, frick your content then. Like, why am I going to do that? I don't want to do that. Also, on the other side of it, there are people that are like, oh yeah, you can't really build that way, it's not really fun. You gotta build in this way, and that's what really makes the game fun. What in a frick? Then your then your building system sucks. It's it's terrible. Imagine them imagine a company doing that. Well, we got four classes, and each of the classes have three subclasses, and you know, you got all these different build options. And the community chops it up and plays it and, and, and comes to assessments and conclusions, and they're like, yeah. Um, the only real build that's fun is this one over here and this one over here. So, you know, four builds, three subclasses a piece, a piece. that's 12 total potential subclass builds, and uh, two of them are fun. The rest are not. You know what I'm saying? Th- that's just not a very good build system. That means you completely... You, you, that means you were really short-sighted and really unidimensional in your build diversity. If I have to feel that sense of funneling, right? Blip or me? I don't know. We need 25 more likes on the video. Disagree. A good build system has to allow you to make a bad build, but that's not what I said. I didn't say that you can't have bad and good builds. Go back and listen to what I said. I said, I'm completely fine with optimum builds. Does that sentence, is that a sensible sentence? I think that sentence makes sense. I think that's easy to understand. I didn't say that you can't have good and bad builds. In fact, the entire premise that I launched off into the rant with was, I'm okay with there being optimum builds. That's not what I'm taking issue with. I'm taking issue with playing Cyberpunk for 10 hours and having people be like, yeah, you can't really, that build's just bad, it's not fun. Oh, okay. You got to build this way. That's that's the best build to have fun with. Uh oh, okay. So that's not optimum versus you know inoptimum. That's not effective versus ineffective. That's not strong versus weak. It's yeah, it's just not fun. You can't play that way. Guns feel like trash, and the and the and the and the skills aren't that exciting. You got to go over here. Well, then you failed to make a compelling build uh, building system. Every time I played Cyberpunk, that's what I was told. No one said that build is bad from like a qualitative stance of, oh yeah, you did a bad job. You put together a bad build. It was, no, that, that build's bad. It's not very fun. What the frick? I, 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 picked, I picked the things that were interesting to me. I, I was using guns and I was picking stats and I was investing in stuff. And to find out that, oh no, that's that's a bad build? Why? D- is there a good reason given? Am I going into melee-based combat and trying to use a bow and arrow? Am I going into like DPS checks and I'm using really, really weak weaponry? 
Is that what I'm doing? Am I playing in a stupid, degenerate way? No, I'm just trying out different builds in the game, right? Like, there certainly is going to be content and situations and contexts where if you use a certain build, it's going to be bad, it's going to be less effective. That That's not what I'm debating. I, As far as there being optimum builds for certain content, that's totally fine. That's not what I'm talking about. I think sometimes in games you can min-max and have the best stuff, but sometimes the bad stuff is just more fun. If there was no bad, we could have no good. There's oh, and listen, that's an assumption that should just be sort of baked into the commentary, right? If you're going to have a build system, there's going to be good and bad builds. Oh, you put one point into range, one point into melee, one point into SMGs, one point into shotguns, You've spread your points so far, you're not impacting your gameplay, right? You could certainly make a bad build and not spend your points effectively, right? You could be a bit of a dum-dum and just have your points spread all out. Like, look at what they typically do in Borderlands, right? You spend four points, it unlocks the next section. Spend three points, unlocks the next section. And if you spread those points out and you don't drill down into anything, you're going to have, quote-unquote a bad build but at that point that's on the player choosing to do something that's ineffective and not optimized like they're choosing the exact opposite of an optimized build they're choosing a very diluted and and muddled build like they're they're spreading everything super super far nefits what is he what's what's cody responding to with nefits uh, but isn't that a little subjective? You as the player is what decides a build is fun. Fun is also not synonymous with optimize in this case. Well, what Cody is saying, like, it's not just that people are whispering in my ear. It's that I'm sitting here saying my guns don't feel very good. The combat doesn't feel very good. Man, I thought that skill that I spent on on accuracy or whatever would have made my, my build feel a little bit better. And people are like, oh, yeah. No, the best builds, the most fun builds are this or that or or the other. Cyberpunk 2077 builds are all the same pretty much. Either slow down time or jump twice a loaded pump. You can do whatever you want and it plays the same. You can make builds in Cyberpunk? Yeah, you can actually really, really spec into melee and sword or you can build into, you know, certain gun types. Yeah. most people find the most people find the gunplay to be just not that appealing so a lot of people gravitated towards melee you know exactly 200 characters sometimes hard to put a point across in detail yeah I got what you were saying like you know when people are whispering in your ear it's going to create situations but also they're responding to what I'm saying right I'm not like it's not like I'm putting along in cyberpunk and I'm having a good time and the community comes along and starts poo-pooing my build and suddenly I become self-conscious about my build and I'm like, oh, my build is bad. No, I'm like vocalizing that gunplay and combat doesn't feel very good. Cyberpunk gameplay, just it doesn't feel that great. And they come along and they say, oh, well, yeah, you're building into guns, you're building into this, you're building into that. And that creates a, that creates, you know, less fun or it's not as enjoyable or, you know, whatever the frick. And I think that's where some of my mentality came from of like pushing back on the idea that if, 
if I spec into a pretty basic build, if I spec into a pretty basic gun build, I shouldn't feel like, oh my gosh, I I can't believe this. I the the, the, the this feels bad or this is sloppy or that's sloppy. You know what I'm saying? Like that that shouldn't be I don't think that shouldn't be the experience. In a game that's supposed to be about RPG elements and augmentation of your body and all these different things that you could do, you should never fe- you shouldn't feel like your build is bad unless you go look at a guide. Your build should be bad because you like went out of your way to make it bad. You know what I mean? <clears throat> For some reason, I was never able to play an assassin more than a few hours, even mention uh, about Man of Sky whose world structure is totally infantile. Why do you keep calling it Man of Sky? I think we have a bit of a of a, of a I think we have a bit of a language barrier here. Can we be honest here? CD Projekt Red's best game is The Witcher 3 has pretty stale combat. The game excels because of the story and the same is true of Cyberpunk. No. Claiming that Cyberpunk has excelled because of the story? No. That's not that's not true. Absolutely not. That's demonstrably false. This game has not excelled at all. It's having a bit of a comeback because of a TV show, which you would then say the comeback is attributed to the story and the show. This game was is, was in abysmal state when it came out, and there's nothing about it that has excelled because of the story. Now, the people that stuck around, if you listen to their reviews and you listen to their feedback, not a one of them talk about the gameplay and the combat. Right? So at one level, I understand what you're saying. That like, well, yeah, those are the things that people stuck around for. But even those things, I think, are mediocre at best. Like, I just, I cannot imagine watching any of the cutscenes that I've seen, watching any of the dialogue that I've seen and being like, yep, that's AAA storytelling. It's like you've never played a AAA story game, if you think that. I called this almost two years ago, rewriting history. Yeah, acting like it's 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 been some amazing, excellent game. No, it hasn't. It's been embarrassing, and so d- it damaged their stock value and their share value. They lost millions of dollars. They settled out of court with their shareholders. This game didn't excel at anything. My point is that the highlight of the game is the story, not the combat. Well, and that's the problem, isn't it? I don't think you can have a first-person shooter where you're saying that. Unless unless you're an older game like Fallout, where people kind of looked the other way on Fallout 4 and said, well, the RPG elements and the replay value and the building and all of that kind of makes up for the lackluster engine and gunplay, right? But in this day and age, you can't come out and be like, yeah, you know, our game is cyberpunk, amazing, you know, amazing graphics, gunplay so we just switched ingest servers that's going to be a blip there'll be a follow-up blip thank you so much youtube seemingly just cannot let me stream without blips uh it's not on my end it is on youtube's end they continue to do i don't know what i don't know what it is that they're doing it's incredibly frustrating um there will be a second blip you will have to refresh 
do me a favor help us recover from the blips we're going to lose a ton of viewers and then youtube punishes us for that even though it's their fault that this happens and uh, the the website's going to claim that like we lost a bunch of viewers and then they'll hurt us and suggest and search so do me a favor smash the like button keep the chat talking i don't know tip super chat or gift members something to help us rebound from this i am so freaking fed up with that that is so irritating how can you not i mean the, the big guys stream for like seven and a half hours like i, I can't stream for two and a half hours without your dadgum ingester is dropping me yo what's good abe uh right in the middle of a fire right I'm with you Corey. this you need to keep filling up the amazing world with things to do Cyberpunk is successful because the game deserves a rating of 8 to 9, depending on what elements of the game, such a world construction, music, 9.5, even 10. The anime deserves a 9.5 to 10. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even if you... you, that You can't judge a game like that. You cannot judge a game where the primary means of me getting around is first-person perspective first-person perspective, first-person shooter, you got guns, you got all this stuff. If that's the primary means of me getting around and interacting with the world, that can't be mediocre. It can't be. Especially from a AAA studio. Yo, thank you, Ah Nobody, with a $10 tip through Super Chat. 10 hours is not enough to judge Cyberpunk either. With respect, Christopher, I think that outlook is just absolutely bankrupt. That is bankrupt. I have never, ever played a game like Cyberpunk and been like, oh, keep going. You need to get beyond 10 hours. 10. Like, are you freaking kidding me? What 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 game, what award-winning AAA game have you played that was mediocre and not that great and boring for 10 hours? What what game other than Cyberpunk? Like it's just bankrupt. Why why should I have that level of trust? Why? What what video game deserves that level of trust? Oh yeah, the game that ran so poorly on old gen consoles, they removed it from the Sony store. The game that was so bad it became a meme. The game that was so bad it cost the the, the developers millions of dollars in share stock value drop. The game that was so bad that the developers had to settle out of court with their shareholders. I'm supposed to give that game more than 10 hours. Why? Does it make any sense? It, it has it has all the marks of a failure, and but I'm supposed to give it more than ten hours of my life. It doesn't make any sense. Try the game for fifty hours and you'll love it. This isn't an MMO, a looter that requires twenty plus hours of grind or to hit end game. It's a story game. Ten hours is more than enough. Yeah, like, does what? Does the voice acting suddenly get better after 10 hours? Does the writing suddenly get better after 10 hours? Does the combat suddenly get better after 10 hours? 
I would argue that it's the Elden Ring in reverse. Elden Ring's beginning is really good. After halfway, it's not good. Cyberpunk takes a while to get going, but it's excellent now, not at launch. Yo, two-month milestone for Green Lantern. Yo, let's keep the train rolling. I'd rather play Stray over Cyberpunk at this point. Thank you. Who said 10 hours isn't enough? I commonly get told by fans of the game that I haven't played the game enough. And I and you want to know why this is they this is why they say it. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. This is why they say it. They try this first. Yeah, well you probably haven't bar- you probably barely played it. You've probably barely played it, right? They're accustomed to people playing for an hour and putting it down, and they think that's what I that's they think that's what I am. They think I've put an hour into Cyberpunk. And when I say I put in 10 hours, they don't, what's the response then? Oh, 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 oh you, you, you just haven't played enough. What are you, what are you talking about? Uh, it didn't take 10 hours for Ghost of Tsushima to get good. It, it didn't take 10 hours for uh, Hellblade to get good or God of War. These are AAA titles. It didn't take 10 hours for The Witcher 3 to get good. It didn't. 10 hours is plenty to decide it's not for you. Not really enough to decide how good the game really is, though. Games can totally get better past the midway point. Other games nosedive. That's not correct in this context, Derek. And I'll tell you why. The writing, mediocre. Voice acting, abysmal. Dialogue execution when you're interacting with people, clunky and bad. Like, those things aren't going to get better after the 10th hour. Is, is, is the main voice actor for the male protagonist suddenly going to get better after the 10th hour? No. He's still going to sound like a fence post that came to life. Is Keanu's voice acting going to get better, better after the 10th hour? No. Is the interaction with any of the NPCs going to get better after the 10th hour? No. Play V female? Yeah, that's my, that's my fault, guys. I should have picked the female and put in 20 hours. That's the real ticket. That's how you enjoy cyberpunk. I think I happen to think voice acting in the story is great. If you put this game's voice acting up against any other AAA game in existence, it looks like a freaking joke. It looks like a joke. Seriously, it looks like a joke. It doesn't compete with any AAA game in existence. It doesn't. How'd you feel about the kind of holding your hand for two hours at the beginning? To me, it got better, but I hated the two hours of hand-holding. I mean, usually an experiential tutorial should last about, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes, and then you gotta let me go. Maybe an hour. I don't know. Depends on the game. Maybe an hour. It's funny that the main pushback is voice acting. Is that it or your standards too high? What do you mean are my standards too high? Go play... The Witcher 3. Go play The Last of Us. Go play those games. Go play God of War. And then come play this game. And tell me with a straight face that it has AAA level voice acting. Everybody sounds flat and asleep. Like, it doesn't it's it doesn't sound good. Now, I will admit, there are some characters that sound better than others. There are. There are some characters that sound better than others. The Witcher 3 had terrible voice acting? What?
the monotone Geralt is a better voice actor than male V get out yeah but see that's subjective that's contextual to his character and the guy does a great job the guy does a great job Okay, ignore Witcher 3, because Geralt does, you know, very much, it is very unidimensional, it is, right? And that translates into Henry Cavill's character in the TV show, right? It is. It's very unidimensional, it's very flat. Okay, okay, fine. Fine. Forget that. Look at the voice acting in virtually every other AAA game, Red Dead Redemption 2. That was open world. That had dialogue trees. That had NPCs and interactions. And then, and the voice acting in that is like award-winning. And it like Geralt's voice acting is awesome. I I'm not gonna defend Geralt because there, people are gonna say the same thing about him. Like, oh, he's monotone. He's flat. Okay, fine. Forget Geralt for a second. It's very telling that when you're defending Cyberpunk's voice acting, you have to you have to run to Geralt. In all of the games that I outlined, Hellblade, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, right? You got to run to Geralt. Tell me that Cyberpunk's voice acting is bad without telling me it's bad. But 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 but, but Geralt is monotone and unidimensional. Okay, what about all the other AAA games available right now that feel like I'm watching a freaking movie? Lance Riddick in Horizon Forbidden West or uh, Ashley Birch in Horizon Forbidden West. Like, come on. Look at the voice acting in Days Gone. Look, you know what I'm saying? Go to AAA titles. And if you ignore Geralt in The Witcher 3, all the rest of the voice acting is stellar. And Cyberpunk, I literally watched a video from a guy who basically wrote a love letter to cyberpunk and he highlights a scene with Johnny Silverhands and it literally sounds like a flat dull disconnected it's like they're sitting down and reading for the first time it doesn't even it's not there's nothing compelling about it they're definitely bad voice actors in cyberpunk plus I feel like the cadence in some of the conversations is super rough that's exactly what I'm talking about. The cadence and the timing and the execution. It doesn't sound like real it doesn't sound like real conversations. It doesn't. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is monotone, but when your main voice actor for V is so bad that people that defend it are like, oh, you gotta play as the girl, you just freaking admitted that the voice acting is bad. Somebody that was in charge of the voice acting and the art direction and the general trajectory of cyberpunk said that that yeah that voice acting is good for the main ma- for the main male protagonist. Somebody greenlit that. I don't know if you ever gave it a rating, but what would you grade cyberpunk? I gave it like a six and a half out of ten after a couple hours into the game. Yeah, I have a hard time even giving it a 7. Gunplay is just... The gunplay is horrible. The gunplay is awful. It feels it feels clunky and terrible. And the voice acting is equally bad. And some of the lines and some of the writing... I'm sorry. It literally feels like some hip 13-year-old who loves Quentin Tarantino wrote some of the lines. It's like, 
yeah, make Johnny Silverhand say the F word a lot. It's like, what? I don't have a problem with swearing. You got to use swearing effectively. They did the same thing in the beginning of like Outriders. It was like, yeah, use the F word a lot. That's cool. Like, what the frick? Gunplay's bad on controller. It felt better on mouse and keyboard, though. We're going on 10 years since the game was announced. 10 years of hype, excitement, etc. Some people are invested. Invested to the point that this game has to be good. If it's bad, it ruins a decade of emotion for them. <clears throat> Will God of War be discounted for Black Friday? No, they don't. Sony doesn't really discount games. Sony doesn't really discount games, especially not that early. They'll do big sales and stuff, but they're not going to discount a first-party title that's been out for, like, what? At that point, like, what, two weeks? Two weeks? Mostly every shooter feels better on mouse and keyboard. I don't agree with that at all. Some of the most well-known shooters in existence feel phenomenal on, on, on a controller. Like, Apex, Titanfall 1 and 2, Destiny 1, Destiny 2, Call of Duty... You know what I'm saying? A bunch of people are playing the game, so I mean, we can trash it as much as we want. Doesn't really stop that fact. I don't know if people are playing it for the same reason. I think sometimes we get lost in the shuffle, though, of people are sort of defending their experience with cyberpunk. I'm not concerned with that if you measure and judge this game against other AAA games it doesn't come close you are quite literally wearing a blindfold if you think cyberpunk is anywhere near the hemisphere of other big AAA games it doesn't it just, it simply doesn't. Now, if you want to talk about, like, depth and size and all the different things you can do with the story, well, okay, in that category, there are plenty of people who have made a compelling case that there's lots of story, there's lots of great side stories, there's lots of great developments. If you get invested in the world, they've created a lot of story and narrative things for you to experience. I'm not going to dispute that. I'm not. But if you look at technological issues, how gunplay feels, investment into your trees, and build diversity, right? And, and, if you look at voice acting, this thing doesn't even come close to other AAA games. To be fair, I feel the same way you feel about Cyberpunk, the way the majority feel about Elden Ring. I'm not sure what you mean. I've never played a first-person shooter that felt better on controller than it did on mouse and keyboard. I, but but again, that's a subjective opinion based off of your your preferences. Destiny 1 and Destiny 2, that game is a console game at its heart. The way guns feel, the way aim assist feels on controller, you're kidding yourself if you think objectively speaking, that shooter feels better on a mouse and keyboard. That's a testimony to Vicarious Vision's amazing work when they ported it. That game was born on console. 
If you just ignore the gunplay, the voice acting, the lackluster story, the terrible driving experience, it's a fantastic game. Cyberpunk's gunplay is good? No. Compared to any other AAA shooter, absolutely not. Plays like a plays like a double A indie. I've played indie shooters that feel better than this dadgum game. I have literally played indie shooters that feel better than this game. They feel tighter, they feel more responsive. Yeah, the, the driving, like one of the earliest patches, they had to fix driving. But you haven't played enough to get Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> when did you play it last? I played it when they pushed out the Cyberpunk 2077 next-gen update. That's when I played it last. And I I just, I don't know. I, I got I got pulled out of a, a, a garbage heap and Johnny Silverhands ended up in my head. I went to a diner and spoke to a guy and I just couldn't believe how bad the game was. I, I just, I couldn't believe it. I was just, I don't know. I was like, this is abysmal. This is not good. It's like when you've watched some of the best superhero shows and movies and then you watch a show on the CW. You can just tell something's not right. You can just tell. There's just a lower quality of, of cinematography and 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 actors and writing and special effects. It's just it's not in the same ballpark. It doesn't stack up against other AAA titles. Do you think the recent success will make CD Projekt Red reconsider uh, only doing one DLC? I think the success of Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty will determine whether or not they do more DLC. This recent surge of interest is certainly going to make that DLC do very, very well. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I do. I think I think this this uh, this recent update is 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 doing good things. It's doing good things for the game. Where are my like the the hands of celebration? There, I was like trying to send. That's like a, a recent emoji that I use with my wife, and it like wasn't in my recents. I had to go searching for it. I was like celebrating, like her coffee was hot to the last drop. I got her a really nice ember mug a while ago. CW statement just gave me the best description of this conversation. With how empty the world is currently, there is so much they can add to extend the life of the game and fill the world and make it seem more alive. Are there any Are there any redeeming features in Cyberpunk? My man busting on CW. I'm not even busting on it. It's just like you know the difference when you're playing it. There's it you don't you don't have to tell anybody that a show on the CW is not at the same level as like a show on Disney. Like it's just not even remotely the same. Why do people say Elden Ring is not as good halfway through? The places we see are amazing. Pacing sucks. Difficulty slope sucks. Boss design sucks. E- uh, AOE spam sucks. Enemy animations and cheating sucks. So much of the boss design goes into the toilet in the end of Elden Ring. They just wanted so badly to be like, this isn't 
This isn't Dark Souls. Cool. I'm so glad Melania can break animation cycles and cheat. Nice. Awesome. So glad every boss in the endgame spams AoE effects. It's awesome. So fun. I'm so glad bosses constantly run from you and you have to run 200 yards to get to them and then they run away again. It's just just invigorating. (laughs) The second half of that game blows chunks. I feel like the shows on the CW need to be rated U for (laughs) this. Not uh, ironic at all. Explains exactly why they have fallen completely off. Get good, bro, Chad, man. Elden Beast was majestic. Yeah, some big fat lard that does nothing but run away and spam. That's what they did in the end game. That's what they did. They're like, I have an idea. Let's make all the bosses at the end of Elden Ring highly evasive and spam. That'll be awesome. They run, evade, flip, triple flip, back flip, disappear, go all the way across the arena, and then make all their attacks really spammy. 10 out of 10 endgame. Frickin' tired, boring nonsense. I had an issue with the boss butt-hugging you had to do. They wanted to get away from ankle-biting, rolling that so much of Dark Souls 3 turns into, and they ran in the other direction. It's this weird... I'm telling you, this isn't an Elden Ring stream, and we're getting off course, but the problem with the Elden Ring boss design is they want so badly to keep you from staying close to the boss, but then you also have to constantly get close to the boss. It's like, get close, just kidding, area of effect. Ha ha ha, get close, just kidding, I'm gonna disappear and run away. Ha 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 ha, it's like, what am I doing? What, what's the point of this melee-based game, melee-based combat, right? 80 to 90% of the options of combat are melee-based. Do a bow or magic, shut the frick up. No, I don't want to, and I shouldn't have to. That's my issue with the second half of Elden Ring. (laughs) They just dialed in tropes because they wanted to make the game hard because they know that the FromSoft community is too adept at their games and too familiar with their boss design that they had to do that kind of nonsense to, to basically get creative. Like, that's what they did. And they just did it way too much. If you had one or two bosses like that, fine. I felt like every single boss room I went into was like, yep, yeah, here we go again. Cool, man. The first half of Elden Ring is immaculate. It's a work of art. It's immaculate. The second half, it, it's like they climb the stairs and they're standing on the podium and someone comes up and just shoves them back down the stairs. The game just falls all the way back down the stairs. Everything great about it falls apart. It's like, what the... I, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. Second half of that endgame is just... It fell all the way back down the stairs. First half is immaculate, award-winning. It's perfection. It's open-world perfection. So how can you say it's a game of the year contender? Because of what I just said. First half's a work of art. 
and a lot of people don't agree with me and it was received very well it was reviewed by outlets very well it was received by the community very well it was massively commercially successful my opinion on the second half of the end game doesn't take it off of the game of the year podium are you freaking kidding me there's almost nothing this year even close to that game's excellence as much as i despise its end game what are you going to put up there horizon forbidden west i love horizon forbidden west but you got to be kidding me Yeah, there's plenty of people that think the second half of the game is fine. Like, I I don't. It's that my opinions on second half of the game. I don't think take it off of game of the year running. I don't think it does. <clears throat> what was your rating for Cyberpunk 2077 after patch 1.6? So Cyberpunk gameplay on my stream. I haven't done much since the next gen update. Because I just think there are fundamental aspects of this game that are always going to annoy me. I'm always going to dislike them. There's just aspects of the game that I'm always going to bristle against, right? I'm always going to feel this sense of there's just this, there's me, there's too much mediocrity baked into the game, right? That's a bonkers take. Suck, suck, sucks game of the year. Because I'm owning the fact that everything that I say sucks in the end game is more f- firmly rooted in my subjective opinion. It's not like an objective quality assessment of the game. The graphical scope and, and, and enormity of the game in the end is beautiful. The areas are phenomenal. What the bosses look like are breathtaking. One of the greatest fights in the game is near the end where you go into like a gladiator arena and fight this dragon the size of a mountain. Like, and there's lightning and there's this skyline of of just like hell is on the horizon. It's phenomenal. My opinions about boss design are very much rooted in me. It's 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 stemming from me. So I can't be like, yeah, it can't win game of the year because... I dislike their boss design philosophy in the second half of the game. Top five games of all time. Hellblade, Returnal, Ghost of Tsushima, Ori, Ori in the Blind Forest, and Ori in the Will of the Wisps. They come as a package unit. Uh, I don't know where I'd put the, I don't know what I'd put on the fifth. Lucidius X is indeed one of the coolest fights I've seen. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's 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 an experience like none other. You literally feel like you're on a battleground. You feel like you're standing on the precipice of hell itself. It's it's wonderful. So now, as far as Cyberpunk goes, Cyberpunk 2077, what do I rate it? What I was just saying was. There's so much mediocrity baked into cyberpunk, I don't think I'll ever get over it. And let me draw an analogy. And it's going to be a food analogy. Okay? Think of a flavor that you have never liked. Let's go with lemon. Lemon's a pretty divisive flavor. Some people really, really like lemon bars and types of lemon dessert and other people don't because lemon is very strong it can almost get you back here it can have like a bite where you feel like your mouth is folding in on itself because you're like whoa golly I do not like lemon desserts I don't lemon bars any kind of lemon cake lemon icing there's 
a frequency where the sweetness hits it goes too high for me i'm not a big sweets guy i typically gravitate towards salted caramel or you know vanilla with like biscoff cookies that's where i kind of land if there's too much icing on something if something is too sweet right so lemon just busts through that flavor palette ceiling for me it's just too there's something about it that's too sweet so if you make a dessert and you bake lemon all throughout that dessert it's going to be really unlikely that i'm going to like it it's it's baked into it it's everywhere in the dessert it's in the icing it's in the crust it's in the filling okay no matter what you do you could say that like god himself came down and baked it and then handed it to gordon ramsay and then gordon ramsay puts it in front of me and gives me a pat on the back and tells me i have nice hair and i'm having i'm having a 10 out of 10 day you could do all those things it wouldn't change the fact that there's so much lemon baked into the dessert that i'm not going to enjoy it so that's where cyberpunk is there's so much mediocrity baked into the game i can't not see it i can't ignore the clunky npcs the clunky animations the misfires on audio cues where everyone's standing around waiting for somebody to talk and it doesn't feel like a conversation but it feels like a technical test for your audio lines the, the, the awkward writing the very very mid mediocre voice acting for significant characters in the game one of them being me too much mediocrity I just can't do it your, your new features your, your new TV show your new missions your quality of life updates will never remove the mediocrity from the game it's always there And you know what the difference between me and the people that like this game are? They don't taste or see the mediocrity to the degree that I do. It's not this sharp, pungent, strong smell and taste to them. It's there, but they can overlook it. To them, it's like ordering a pizza, and they're like, yeah, I'm not a big fan of mushrooms. I'll just pick them off. And the difference is for me is even if you do that even if you try to overlook it I can still taste it it's still there it's ruining the meal for me that's why I just I can't go back to it I can't give it a second shot I can't give it a second try I just I'm the minute I boot up the game and people start talking I'm like oh my gosh this is so brain dead, boring, mediocre. This is not a triple A game. This is not triple A voice acting. It's Bush League. And the people that love the game are they don't they don't it, those things don't stand out as just glaring like glaring flaws. They don't see it. And that's totally fine. Like, this comes down to subjectivity. You could take a bite of a lemon bar and be like, this is delicious. I take a bite of it and I'm like, oh gosh, there's so much lemon in there. That's what cyberpunk is. It's like, you play and you think, bro, the stories though, man, the side missions, Johnny Silverhands. And I'm like, he sounds like he's asleep. He's just like a sleepy guy who swears a lot, who woke up from a nap. I don't care about him. I don't care about any of this. Everybody sounds bored. Nobody sounds like they're interested in what's going on. 
That's it. That's the difference between me and the people that like the game. Right? I have an appointment for my... Oh, I was like, what is this text? When is that? Oh, in two days. Get my hair chopped in two days. <clears throat> Sorry. I have to confirm the I have to confirm the appointment or I'll lose it. I get I get my hair did by a real a real good just one or all of them. <laughs> Sounds like all the voice actors took Valium before they did their lines. Right, like, I'm not trying to hate on the game. I'm trying to give you insight into why I just, the, the game just doesn't work for me. I just, I can't. I, there, there's there's something fundamentally just mediocre about it. And it's a bummer, you know? It's a bummer that that's the reality because, like, listen to what the dev said. It was really, really damaging for them, man. It was emotional for their game to do that poorly. It was emotional for them. Would you ever revisit, especially for the DLC? Here, here's my commitment to Cyberpunk. If my theory starts to become correct, I will play it every time they update it. I will play if there's a one. My theory is that there's going to be a 1.7, a 1.8, and a 1.9, because those are all going to be next gen only. My theory is those updates will be significant because they want to do a free update called 2.0, and that will happen when they deliver Phantom Liberty. It will be the Cyberpunk 2.0 moment. Cyberpunk 2077 2.0. This is the turning point. This is the game we've always wanted to build. Why else would they abandon last gen before the final DLC? Why? My theory is because they want to make it just absolutely massive and not and just bonkers crazy. That's my commitment. Now, if they don't do that, and between now and Phantom Liberty, we get virtually nothing, and then they do a really big update and deliver Phantom Liberty, well... I'll, I'll I'll jump into Phantom Liberty just to check it out because everybody will want to know about it. Now, hopefully, we'll have to look into how far you have to get into the game to enjoy Phantom Liberty. Last gen holding the games back. Are you trying to are you trying to draw an equivalency between the PS4 and the Xbox One and and Horizon Forbidden West and God of War using their existing engines and assets to build their games on platforms that they already exist on? Do you really want to go down that road with me? Come on. Don't do that. It's not even remotely the same. Assassin's Creed voice acting is bad because of what characters you choose. Tell us about the Series S and how you feel about it. I absolutely loved someone getting into my... Was it you? Who was it? No, 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 no. It wasn't you. I forget his name. He's here pretty regularly. My man got in my DMs and thought he had gotten some kind of a W dunk, like some kind of a win, because Deathloop ran at 60 FPS on the Series S. He's like, I thought you said this wouldn't be possible. Let's see here. What are the details? How's it doing this? 
Oh, it's running Deathloop, a non-graphically intensive game at Dynamic 1080. <laughs> Woo! The, the processing power of the S is truly dizzying. Deathloop, a non-graphically intensive game, is hitting 60 FPS most of the time. Tell them how they're doing it, Bob! Well, I'll tell you, Dave. They're doing Dynamic 1080 on a next-gen console. It typically dips into the 900s. Isn't that amazing? Not at all, Bob. Let's quit our jobs. Like, what the frick? That's not a win. That's not a dunk. <laughs> That's such an own goal. That's such a self-own. <laughs> Deathloop, man. It hits 60 most of the time on dynamic 1080 Woo, man that's a heck of a next gen console I can't wait to see how Starfield runs on that wow a graphically intensive far draw distance rendered game with photorealistic graphics and huge open worlds to explore Woo, man Deathloop Hitting 60 FPS at dynamic 1080 with its small corridor-like areas and not very large environments and set-piece levels that preload and probably pre-render. Wow, be still my beating heart. People are like, man, this guy really dunks on the Xbox Series S. Is there even a new game that runs at a native 1080 and holds 60? So it's 480 good? (laughs) It's just, it was unbelievable. Like, I read his DM and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he's like, are you going to cover this? And I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to cover the Series S every time it comes up. I said, we've been kind of waiting to do a Series S episode because we want it to be exhaustive. We want it to be exhaustive. I agree with you. I pull my sentence back on last gen, but did you see Death Stranding don't bring new engine? They use an existing engine and their game became really amazing. I... What? Well, I don't understand. Doesn't that support what I'm saying about God of War and Horizon? Not using a new engine? I don't understand. Yeah, and Death Stranding used the Horizon engine. Which is an engine that was built around the PlayStation 4. I don't understand the point that you're making. Are you supporting me, Behemoth, with your argument? I'm confused. It was structured in a way like you were disagreeing. Yo, good morning, Enveg. I got Cyberpunk on my Steam Deck and I'm enjoying it. Not as much as on the consoles, but fun when I'm stuck at work. You don't even play in 4K. You play 1440, which is a faux 4K. Okay. What does it have to do with the Series S and how bad it's going to run Starfield? That's like me telling you that your car's on fire in your driveway and you're like, yeah, well, your car's only got half a tank of gas. So... That's a Ginsburg. <laughs> Whatever she used to say on SNL. What the frick? 
What do you... What do you... Who cares? I could play at 4K. Omega. I could play Ratchet at 4K. I could play games at 4K. I choose not to. I choose not to. I don't want the 30 FPS. I don't care about 4K ray tracing. I don't want to play at 30 FPS. I could play plenty of games at 4K and I choose not to. I can if I would like to. Why? Because my console of choice is capable of doing that. I have continued to tell you guys, and I was told that I was wrong, but I continue to tell people 4K 30, 1440 60 will be the norm. And I was told, no, they're going to get more effective at using the bandwidth and the power of these consoles, Lono. I don't think you're right. Look at the Spider-Man port to PC for crying out loud. 4K 30, 1440 60 will be the norm. That'll be the most common thing that you find in this generation. And I probably still have people that disagree with me, but if really strong PCs are struggling with 4K 60, what in the frick do you think your PS5 and your Series X is going to do? What do you, what, what are they going to wave a magic wand? Ding! They're stronger than 3090s all of a sudden. Oh my gosh. What the frick? With what you've said about voice acting, how do you feel about Keanu coming back to still be Johnny Silverhand? Listen, people love Keanu. People love Johnny Silverhand. I think people are going to freaking love that. It'll be huge. Lono, but Lono, it has 8K on the box. Yeah, because it's 8K capable. Plug it into an 8K television and run some 8K movies. Why bash Dynamic 1080, which is what you basically play with a tad more resolution? I didn't know that 144060 was basically Dynamic 1080. I didn't know that. <laughs> Come on, Omega. Stop that. Bro, don't do that. You look... 144060 is just basically 1080? It's a tad more? Bro, stop it. Why did you even type that? Come on, man. What the what? What's happening? Comparing 1440 to dynamic 1080? Bro, is Willie sending you PayPal to type stuff like that? What's happening right now? What are you saying? You realize that 1440 is the floor in dynamic 4K games. Yeah, I... (laughs) 1080 and stable 60 is better than 1440, barely 60? Well, no, 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 no. Cavish, first of all, disagree. Secondly, it's dynamic 1080, which means it's commonly dipping below 1080. You're not even getting a static 1080 resolution. Like, imagine buying a television in 2022 and playing games that dip into the 900s and being like, it looks fine to me. L- like, what? What are you talking about? Where, where have we, where have we come? After all the marketing for the Series X and the PS5, and some of y'all have a 
five-gallon drum of copium that you drink from if you're like, dude, Dynamic 1080 looks fine. What the frick did you buy a next-gen console for then? What are you What are you even talking about? We've gone nowhere. We have gone nowhere in graphical fidelity. If you're like, dude, 1080 dynamics, fine. What the frick? What? Why did I buy these consoles then? I got a 3070 and I game at 1080. <laughs> I get 3000 FPS. <laughs> For faster load times, duh. Anything less than 144060 is unacceptable. That's what I'm saying. 144060 is the dad gum floor for next gen. If you're going below 144060, then don't talk to me. You're an old gen game. I don't even want to hear from you. Freaking dynamic 108060. Halo Infinite runs at dynamic 108060 on the Xbox One X, an old gen console. Dynamic 1080. What in the world? We have achieved nothing. If that's what you, if you think that's acceptable on your big nice 4K television. Golly. Oh. 1440 is not 4K, but no no one's arguing that. See, now you're doing red herring. No one's arguing that 1440 is 4K. I'm saying that 144060 is the floor. If you run dynamic 4K, 1440 is literally how low it can dip. Like, that's the floor. Like, that's how low you can go. Freaking 1080 dynamics dropping into like the 900s. What the frick are you even looking at? 1440 is 78% more pixels than 1080. Stop it. You're embarrassing yourself, right? Like, come on, man. The math here is just, we're, we're talking mass. We're not even talking about like subjectivity of, I don't mind 30 FPS. Like I'm used to it. Well, okay. Good for you. I guess my man behemoth decides in the heat of battle and in the heat of this debate is a good time to gift five members check the chat right now you may have been gifted a membership and if you had it's a great time to get into our members only discord thank you so much behemoth that is so so kind and generous it gets passionate here it gets fiery as you may have noticed you know me ranting and raving here but we keep it respectful. Everybody here is friends. Omega's here all the time. He's, I'm not sure what happened. May, may, is it five o'clock where you are? If, are? Have you been, have you been drinking? I'm just kidding. Uh, hang on. I got to schedule this for new. Yo, Dark Prophet got it. Porkto got it. Uh, Grifton Cooper, Curtis Emerson, Dead Silence Ghost got all of the gifted. There we go. There we go. 78%? That's barely noticeable. I It's not scheduling the next stream. Oh, golly. Here we go. Come on, YouTube. We had trouble saving your video. We're going to retry in five seconds. Wonderful. 
There we go. 50 likes from 500 people. Let's give Lono the love. There we go. They're changing something in the back end with freaking workflow on scheduling streams. My gosh. That took forever. That took forever. It finally went through. It finally went through. You having trouble saving stuff again, creature? Had some bad fish. Yeah, bad fish, bad milk, something. Gee, many frickin' Christmas. Yeah, I'm trying to save the redirect now, and that it, it saved it. It just took a while. Your argument was that 4K TVs were not too expensive at $300, but could play on Stream Deck for $300. A TV has so many more uses than a Steam Deck. Uh, yeah, but it depends on your life. Depends, depends on where you are in life. Where you are in life, Corey, a Steam Deck could be could be honestly hitting 18 more boxes of features and convenience compared to a television. There are people that are just literally never home. That's just the life they live. Yo, Kyle had hit in 13 months. That's a gold badge for a whole year. That's a nice milestone. Also, in the middle of battle, I'd like to remind everyone that this is an outstanding Never Top Talk Show hosted by the legendary Lono. Thank you, Khaled. Guys, we run a great, great gaming talk show here Monday through Friday, and we're not done. Could we get 40 more likes on the video to hit 500? Our second show today will be the Modern Warfare 2 beta review from me. It should be a great discussion. Um, Reforge Gaming did something. Oh, 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 I forgot that when we, when we, when we schedule a stream, it, it pings that room. I was like, what the frick? What's going on with Cyberpunk 2077, though? We've been talking about Cyberpunk 2077 update, the 1.6 update, and what it means for the game. Will it bring people back? Let me give you a discussion question, okay? Do you think that the TV show integration is a new strat that other companies will do, given the success? Do you think we're now on the precipice of more gaming television shows because The Witcher and now you got Cyberpunk Edge Runner? basically bringing cyberpunk out of the out of the gutter with with just massive success yeah we got way off topic not like this lono you're saying that a tv is less useful than a steam deck no i said quite clearly and with painstaking clarity that it depends on a person's life if someone is literally never home a Steam Deck is going to check like 18 boxes of convenience for them. Somebody who's a homebody, never goes anywhere and works from home, will get a ton more use out of their television. That's called nuance and contextual emphasis. Like, I made it very clear that yes, for some people, a Steam Deck could be massively more beneficial to their life. I got $300, which thing should I buy? Well, I'm home one hour a day, and I only sleep there. Well, a Steam Deck's going to be wonderful for them. If they have a two-hour commute on the train each day, they spend four hours sitting on a train or something like that, they're going to find a Steam Deck. It's going to be amazing for them. That's going to be life-changing. Nope, not having this conversation. Carry on. I love the passive bow out as if like, I'm not going to have this conversation. It's just going to be too frustrating. To what? Lose? Absolutely. The company that shan't be named is working on a show and a movie that will bring plenty of people 
to the game. Yeah, I think more and more, uh, more and more games are going to be doing TV shows and movies. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't think that Cyberpunk is starting the trend, but with it, Witcher, Last of Us, and others, I think more companies will consider it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone seen Arcane League of Legends TV show? Yeah, truck drivers. Imagine being a truck driver and somebody telling you that a Steam Deck is not as good as a TV for them. Alright, see ya, Cameron. Almost like the value of a piece of technology is unique to the user. Right. Like, Um, are we talking about a show that benefits the game that was doing poorly I'm just saying in general Graydon I'm just saying in general are other companies going to look at this and say we should be making a TV show or a movie because look at what it did for Cyberpunk I think the last of a show is is going to quite literally put money in the bank for the third game quite literally and the PvP game oh yeah Oh yeah, that's that's putting money in the bank, dinner on the table. And that is severely severely going to help push the third last last of us game out. 100%. <clears throat> uh appointment reminder, did that beta testing for this parlay donation for Call of Duty Warzone players. Go further. What the Frick. How do I get on these freaking mailing lists? Hey, we want to make money off of your success. <laughs> Use our soft... No. <clears throat> yeah, the convenience of a platform that allows you to speak your point. I have a 200 character limit, so no, not having this conversation. Yeah, we have Discord chat for members, and you can use that. You, you you have a feature at your disposal to type more. Homie, there's no way you can argue the objective value difference between a piece of technology. You just can't do it because everybody's at a different point in life. You just, you know what I'm saying? A guy that is a shut-in, never goes anywhere, is going to get way more use out of a television, Right? Somebody who literally has a super long commute, has a job that makes it to where they're almost barely ever home, they're going to get a mountain of value out of the Steam Deck, and their TV would sit in a room and never get turned on. Like, that's so painfully and demonstrably obvious. I don't know how you could look at that and say, well, I'm not going to have this argument. Like, what do you mean? It's, it's contextual to the person. I'm not establishing a universal axiom that the Steam Deck is more valuable than television. I'm saying a piece of technology's value is contextual to how the person's going to be able to use it. Like, imagine giving me a wheelchair that's motorized with all these great amenities for a paraplegic. That doesn't do anything for me because I'm not a paraplegic. But you can watch what's his name on on all the streaming platforms, Johnny Nohands, who literally plays with the peripheral with his mouse and with his mouth, and he throws down in Call of Duty. Well, that's not going to do anything for me, but it's infinitely valuable to him. 
He can literally play a video game with his mouth. And he's quite good. You should check him out. I might have his name wrong, though. Like, I... There's no argument to be made there. You can't establish a universal objective axiom claim like TVs are more valuable than a Steam Deck. Well, no. No. It's, it's It's not. Like, that's dependent on how it's going to be used. I'm not a paraplegic, but I would absolutely use a motorized wheelchair. Right, but you get the point that I'm making. What it would add to your life is significantly less than what it would add to a person's life who needs it. Because you'd get to the point where this is not convenient, I'm going to get up and walk around. Thank you. It's Rocky No Hands. You guys should definitely check him out. Check out Rocky No Hands. He's a super dope dude and literally plays Call of Duty with his mouth. And it is a freaking spectacle to behold. He's awesome. I showed it to my kids and they were like, what? I was like, yeah. I was like, he can't use his arms and his legs and he plays with his mouth and they thought it was one of the coolest things they'd ever seen you went to high school with Rocky that's dope could easily build a gaming PC however I work on a PC most of the day so I will never game on a PC the only thing that has a universal value is an extended warranty for your car call us now <laughs> Is that the guy with the recorder? No, 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 Christina. This guy has an actual... It's like in front of his mouth. It's got like a like a hose he can blow into. This thing that he pushes up and down. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing to watch. And he's, and he, and he's super chill. Like, because obviously losing in video games is frustrating. It's got... It's, there's got to be another layer. I would actually love to interview him. I would love to interview him. Is... Does, you know, does he feel like there's an extra layer of frustration because of how he has to play like is that another piece of you know anger frustration that like he has to process while he's playing obviously unique to him you know what i mean see the same guy that entered street fighter tourneys i don't know i don't know how does he rage quit same way as anybody else does he would use the menu and back out really quickly he he navigates the menus just as fast as anybody else <clears throat> Carrying a gaming desktop through airports was such a pain, and it was heavy to carry. Everyone thought it was uh, this, so I had to give up the, for the laptop, and some security took things too serious. <clears throat> I work on PC all day, and I still game on PC. I work from home even, so I had to get a separate desk for my workstation, so I wasn't using the same desk and the same monitors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Rocky went on a Street Fighter. From what I can tell, he he sticks to Call of Duty. If you guys are just tuning in, we've gotten kind of off the off the main subject. Cyberpunk having its big comeback has been the main uh, the main subject today. And um, let me see here. Rocky No Hands. Here he is. Here he is. Follow him. I'm gonna follow him. Oh, he's he's under luminosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like he hits all platforms. The oral assassin enjoyed the beta of Call of Duty. He they call him the oral assassin. <laughs> I just threw him a follow. 
This is Rocky No Hands, a gamer who broke his neck in 2006. Oh, that's why. That's why he's. Uh, that's why he's a paraplegic. He, he broke his neck, leaving him paralyzed. But months ago, he became the first to beat Elden Ring with only his mouth. Absolute legend. Yeah, I'm watching him fight Milani. I, I got a freaking interview this guy. Oh my gosh, we got to get him on the roundtable. His DMs are open. His DMs are open. I threw him a follow. I'll, ch- I'll check back later. Yeah, I've caught him on the I've caught him on the TT platform, the uh, the the tick one, the one with the real short content. He uh, he's streaming over there usually. I think he hits I think he hits multiple platforms. The Street Fighter guy is Broly Legs. Uh, wait was that the same dude who defeated low tier god in street fighter no somebody's saying that the guy that that went the street fighter is broly legs that's crazy how many fully abled people can't beat elden ring I never beat melania without summons you know what I'm saying talk about like that I would actually love to interview him about that like what do you think about people using accessibility for folks who are mobile mobile and motor impaired they're using accessibility to try to say that like oh we should add difficulty options to games being somebody who beat Elden Ring what do you think about that and I would just love to hear what his perspective as somebody who plays games with his mouth do you feel that when you play a game like Elden Ring that's something that would that you would want to see or not you know or how do you feel about people making those arguments yo Another order of Reforge Roast from Uninformed Gamer. They grabbed a bag of Dark Roast and they grabbed a Team Dark Tumbler. Thanks for grabbing some merch along with your coffee order. I greatly appreciate it. I think YouTube's having a conniption again. We just, we're, we're having like 30 and 40 viewer fluctuations. So hopefully whoever, whatever just happened, they can refresh. Guys, YouTube is rolling out some big changes it should be very, very good for us in the near future. Unfortunately, in the process of doing that, the uh, the, the platform's just acting kind of funky. Just acting super, super funky. So, um, so bear with us. If you have to refresh and do certain things, then, you know, try to bear with us. It, it is It is frustrating. Mm-mm. Broly Elegs goes to Evo and everything. Yeah, I don't want to say it on the platform any anymore. Barrier. The one time we said it, like the, the we we had that major blip, and there was a time where I felt like every time we said it, we had problems. So I think they hear that platform being promoted, and I think YouTube responds. I'm I'm, I'm not kidding you. I think if you mention the uh, the TT platform, the social platform with like the short form dances and content. I don't think they want people mentioning that platform and it seems it seems that if we mention that platform I've literally been bumped offline I've literally been streaming and been bumped offline right after we mentioned that platform so uh, I don't know you know what I mean I don't I don't like to to dive down into that level of <clears throat> in of paranoia and concern but it, it certainly happened many times. So, I think we're calling it TT now. Yeah, I don't have another thing to call it. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm not calling it that either. Team Darkrow says Zubair. 
Okay. Um. Kevin Feige had to explain why they didn't recast Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. He, like, you're actually going to make him explain that for, like, the umpteenth time? Gee, many freaking Christmas. Just pass the mantle to Winston Duke. It's not that difficult. It's because Ninja's streaming on every platform. Yeah. And in the process, he's costing the purple platform tons of money. It's going to be two hours and 45 minutes. Holy moly. Dude, I'm trying to change the thumbnail. And it is just... Wow. Holy wow. The platform is having some serious back-end issues today. Holy frick. It's bad. It's bad. We got good suggest and browse today, so if you clicked on my video because it was suggested to you or I was on your homepage, man, I appreciate you tuning in. We are inching towards... 500 likes for the day on this first stream, 25 more, and our second stream will be about uh, Modern Warfare 2, my review of the beta. We got a lot to discuss, actually. There's a lot of things we haven't really delved down into. I avoided some subjects because we wanted to stay on point uh, with our previous content and with our previous conversations, so be sure to stick around for that. Now, let me give you our final discussion topic does the okay so let's 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 loop it back let's loop it back and have one final discussion topic about cyberpunk 2077 okay right let's 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 bring it back this is our final discussion topic about cyberpunk recently because of cyberpunk edge runners the huge surge of players for cyberpunk 2077 steam charts they blew past a bunch of games, most most bought game last week. It passed FIFA and Call of Duty. Does this surge in the player base, does it change your opinion about them charging for Phantom Liberty? Can they or should they charge for Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty DLC? Should they be able to? Should they charge for it? How? Where's your opinion landing on that? Where's your opinion landing on it? Because... A lot of people felt like they should not be charging for DLC and expansions at this point. It should be free after everything that had happened. So, does it change your opinion, yes or no? Why or why not? Why does it change your opinion? Why do you think they should or should not be able to charge? Get your answers in chat. I'm going to come back and read them in just a moment. Give me one second.
Sorry, I was gone longer than I typically wanted to be gone. I forgot it's Tuesday, so I had to get my own lunch. You modded the F out of Cyberpunk. Why? So my wife got this new Oikos yogurt I'm going to try. I want to read what some of you guys had to say about this. Uh, it's additive, charged for it. If it's fundamentally changing the game, no charge. Yeah, so here's what I think they're going to do. I, I tend to agree with what he's saying. I think they're going to do updates to the core gameplay for free between now and then. Even I even think when when Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty gets delivered and you can buy it, I think there'll be a free update in the game for everybody. And if you buy Phantom Liberty, you'll be getting, like, content. Jess says, no charge is an apology for releasing it in the state that it was, with a sincere apology from the community manager. You don't think all the free updates they've done to now, free missions, free weapons, free updates, you don't think that's that's enough? They've they've all but said like sorry, like you need them to say sorry? <clears throat> Gotham Knights on PC. Oh, they have a PC trailer, huh? How's the yogurt? It's pretty good. It's salted caramel from Oikos. What's the sodium in this? Only 115. It's pretty good. Phantom Liberty will definitely come with a charge, but I'm quite certain that they will want to play it safe and therefore offer quite a cheap price. You can play it at 1080, I mean 1440, it's the same. I want to change my answer to they need to go the No Man's Sky route. So you think they should go the No Man's Sky route and just do really big updates for free and just charge for the base game. There are no rules for office food. It's a battle. Get what you can. (laughs) Needs to get that lemon taste out of his mouth after talking about cyberpunk all morning. That's right. When's the Gotham Knights mobile trailer going to drop? I'm telling you, dude. They're going to charge 70 bucks for that freaking game. And they're going to have... They have the nerve. They're going to have the nerve to charge 70 for it. And then... They're going to kick it to mobile, and everybody's going to realize they paid $70 for a freaking mobile game. Yeah. Like, the graphics can't save that game from what it looks like. It just looks terrible. No, does not change. They should not charge. So, Mike, you don't think they should charge at all for anything in Cyberpunk? 
I want that salted caramel flavor now. I said just this morning I'm big on salted caramel. <clears throat> Again, my struggle is this is a really sweet, uh, this is actually a very sweet meal. It's a salted caramel yogurt, and now I've got strawberries and a freaking PB&J. I forgot my badge today, so I'm stuck to one corner of the office. Wait, why are you stuck to one corner of the office because of that? They're giving 2077 Xbox One X owners a refund for the DLC. So it is paid for. Oh, like, there are people that did, like, what, some kind of, like, an Ultimate Edition or something, and they're going to get refunds? Yeah, you work in one of those offices where you, like, need a badge to get in, like, high, high-level high areas. Can't let badgeless people just roam the office. You can't tell where they belong. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, especially like if you're like in a high security building or there's like sensitive info and stuff. Cyberpunk isn't receiving updates for DLCs, so I don't know what the guys here are talking about. What do you mean it's not receiving updates for DLCs? Expound on that. Kujo says, I'm good with them charging. They've been patching and updating it since launch. I think it should be cheap, though. They said they're focusing on next-gen consoles for Phantom Liberty. Right, it's my theory that between now and Phantom Liberty, they're going to do a bunch of updates. Or next-gen. You know what I'm saying? The reason that 1.6 is the last time they do an update for next gen, I'm sorry, for old gen, is because all future updates will be next gen only. Oh, Sven's got the Sven's got the controller. Whenever I go to school campus, I need to have my badge. District office. I can be without it. Dude, I can only take so much sweet. Holy moly. I just looked. I have nearly 800 hours between the three consoles in Cyberpunk. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Nearly 800 hours? Jiminy Christmas. 
second stream today? Yeah, we have a second stream today. It's about Call of Duty. I kind of I kicked the bigger subject to the second stream today as an experiment. Did you put the game on when you go to sleep? Yeah, for real. Like, what? <laughs> like, 800 hours? I like to sleep to the calming sounds of cyberpunk. I was going to say something like that. You beat me to it. I was going to say something like, yeah, the soundtrack's just killer, man. I always put on cyberpunk to go to sleep to. <laughs> Abe says 810 hours is really when the world comes to life. <laughs> Eight hundred and ten hours is really when the world comes alive. <laughs> ten hours? You only played for ten hours, bro? You got eight hundred to go. That's when it gets good. Mm. I wasn't going to say this out loud because I almost said it and I thought that could be taken another way. But I am going to say this. I'm going to say this so that you guys get to hear it because I, I, I thought it. That muffin smelled terrible, but it tasted really good. <laughs> I, will <laughs> I almost said that out loud and I caught myself. And I was like, dude, you can't say that. That's too, I, no, can't say that. <laughs> then I was like, I can't deny chat that sentence. I I can't deny them that sentence. It's it's too good. <laughs> you adapt to the mediocrity to the point that you don't notice it. Ugh. Ugh. Don't try to take that practice anywhere else. It's never true anywhere else. What, me? You're not meant to smell it. Just eat it. <laughs> Quiet Shy, is that on your dating profile? <laughs> oh! 
<laughs> oh golly. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I married you, sicko. Oh, come on. Come on, that was a good line. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> oh, 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 chat liked it. <laughs> did you say, oh, golly? I did. I did. Oh, man, that was funny. Oh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that joke. Mm. <laughs> and canceled. That's right. Mm. Oh, man, that's funny. Mm. Oh, man, the back end is just terrible today. Okay, so I, th I see... I see the E3 video creature. Holy moly, it doesn't even have a thumbnail. What is the back end of YouTube doing? I'm just gonna, I'm just closing. I'm just closing out of that. Oh my gosh. Man is proud of himself. <laughs> it was a good one, man. I, I have my moments. <laughs> well, you certainly shouldn't be eating the back end. Oh my. Um, okay. Let me close that. You were going to try and work in one of my green goblin thumbs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I can't get anything to, to look right on the back end of YouTube. you're in Tampa, you won't be a legend in this city. Oh. He's, Hilly says, you bear, you ready to time pasta? Yes, sir. How long? Wait, is Zubair acting as a timer for your pasta, Hilly? Twelve minutes, Turkish.
The hurricane looks huge. Yeah. My wife's family lives down there. <clears throat> I think um, my sister-in-law and their baby and all that, they're like, I think they're in zone B. And we're like, get the frick out of there. Um, <clears throat> okay. All right, let's do that. This, this, this. Okay. It's a baby. Well, yeah, and they live they live in a place where, like, if the power goes out, it, it would be really bad because they would need an elevator to get out of the building. And it's not like they're on, like, the second floor. You know what I'm saying? So we're like, uh, you should probably not stay there. <laughs> you know what I mean? 11 at most tends to sweet spot. Must like mushy pasta. Not surprised. Okay, we got to go to the next thing. This hob's electric, not gas, so 12 works best. Yeah, that actually makes sense. That actually makes sense that it would take a little bit longer. <clears throat> take a little bit longer on an electric versus gas. Um, okay. Tweet. We'll send the tweet. And. Uh, and then I'll hit the Discord. Doodle doodle doo. Thoughts on the MW2. I retweeted Cooler Master. They were asking for like company uh, tag a streamer with the most welcoming community. It'd be, we're really, that'd be great. We're trying to, uh, looking for a good PC sponsor. It'd be good to get some new rigs. <clears throat> they seem pretty dope. Okay, if you guys traditionally don't have a great experience with live redirect on YouTube, we're about to go to a second stream. Do me a favor and smash the like button. We only need nine more likes. So help me get 500 likes on this video. And then please, when we go over to the next stream, we're about to go over to the next stream. Please get over there and smash the like button there as well. We only, you know, we do two live shows a day. And when they both get a good amount of likes, it really, really helps out the video. I'm going to put a link in chat. If redirect typically doesn't work for you, that's a great reason to use that link in chat. 
instead of writing the redirect because sometimes redirect doesn't work that well for folks and hang on there we go golly it's really slow all right here we go hang on let me hit announcements Hey, thanks for clicking on our second stream for Reforge Gaming, talking about the Modern Warfare 2 beta review, sort of my final thoughts. I want to talk about everything. So we are going to get into skill-based matchmaking, the changes to minimap, and all of that. I'm going to put my Modern Warfare 2 beta review right here at the beginning of the stream so you don't have to go searching for it. We do typically do two live streams a day. I'm going to end the previous stream that was about the big cyberpunk comeback, and I'm going to bring all those people over. If you missed that discussion, it was actually a really... Uh, really, really good discussion about whether or not people should get back into the game or play the game. So be sure to go check that one out. And if you're looking for my MW2 beta review, I'm going to dive right into it. Just let me end that previous stream. And then we typically go 